and welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Lit 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 Gaming, Gaming. Arena. Arena. That is LGA, everyone. For those of you who don't know, yeah, I did it backwards this time. So get bent. Um, <laughs> we are gonna open this podcast like a can of whoop ass all over you. So let's get to it. <laughs> I want a can of whoop ass all over me. <laughs> that sounds gross. Oh, daddy. <laughs> there were no introductions this week. By the way, I am Marcus. I am joined by Justin the Knobs and Frost on the PC. Uh, yep. Yeah. PC games for life. Clickety clacking away. Yeah, so welcome to the number 34. Num- big old number 34. Justin has episode. to keep track because I don't know how to count. Yeah, and also like we're doing two different like shows <laughs> now. So yeah, so episode thirty-four of the podcast, and I just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the social media, and also we are uh, with a newer group on uh, Twitter uh, called Next Wave. Hashtag. NXT Wave. Are we still part of the other one? or? Oh, yeah. We're still part of the Gaming Podcast Alliance. We're part of two groups now. Okay. Gaming Podcast like, Alliance is like mostly like an Instagram. Like they're most of those. I'm, con- most of I'm are, just confused because I don't know. This is like, this is the work I've, I, I've been, I've been doing on Twitter. I've been I don't know the stuff on the back end. Doing all the, all the Twitter stuff. But, uh, no, um, I was on the, uh, Wonder Soul podcast as a guest a couple weeks ago. And uh, we got added to a little group that he started. Um, there's just a bunch of podcasts that just help each other out. There's like 50 people in it. So it's a pretty big group. I mean, the 50 is like the max size you can have on Twitter in a group. So there's some people that kind of roll out like they, they'll, they'll be in there. But then just, just like the Autobots. Yeah, they roll out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so it's just a pretty supportive group that we're a part of. And we now have a curated list on podchaser.com and you can find a link to that on our twitter which is at Lake gaming arena and uh you can see all the other podcasts there there's there's a lot of them so i mean there's nerdy bitches who you if you listen to last week you heard a promo for them um of course wonder soul sharp select is also a part of this group so we can still give them some shit um <laughs> Hey guys, hey. <laughs> I was going to shout them out at a later part, but I'll still roll that in. All right. Don't worry about it. Um just uh, lots of awesome people that were that were uh, in cahoots with. So, we've been getting a lot of traction on Twitter lately because of that. So, that's been really awesome. So, you can look forward to seeing more stuff from that, hopefully some more collaborations, some more crossover episodes. Everybody seems willing to be work together so it's a, it's a really good group to be part of um but anyway we also have a website litgamingarena.com and a discord chat.litgamingarena.com you can join our discord talk with us uh play games with us if we're there i don't like i i try to pop in on discord but we don't, it's sad no one wants to no one wants to talk to me on discord so i just spend all my time on twitter that's that's my life I, I get I come home at night and I'm like, should I play a video game? Nah, I'll just sit on Twitter. I shouldn't <laughs> like Twitter, but I do. But it isn't part of your job playing video games. But also, it's Twitter. <laughs> I got. Don't worry, I got you covered, bro. Yeah, got, <laughs> but that's solely Marcus's purpose. You know, it's, it's funny today. Actually, um, Ghost of Gamer Past asked on the Instagram group, like, it's like, how much time do you guys spend on your podcast every week? Like, 
he's asking like everyone as a group like oh everyone else is like oh well like it's we record for two hours we edit for two hours and then like we uh, maybe an hour or so for all the images and stuff and i'm like i don't know i feel like i spend like 30 to 40 hours because i'm like on social media every waking minute trying to promote the podcast <laughs> and it, he was like that's crazy i'm like yeah but i mean it's all work i'm doing like technically it's all still work i'm doing for the podcast like yeah. all my all my breaks at work like i get an hour's worth of breaks at work and 100 percent of that is just being on twitter promoting the podcast so that's that minimum that's already five hours a week just that if you count all the games i play a it's lot like a hundred but hours i was gonna week. do those anyway <laughs> i was gonna do that anyway but uh yeah so we should probably mention there um it is the last episode of this month slash kind of the beginning of like next, it'll be like er, 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 it's a threshold it'll be like at the very end of this month when this episode comes out um so we should probably mention the xbox games <coughs> still coughing there's free xbox games i didn't see for some reason i didn't see the list for playstation games you didn't see the play that's because you didn't watch their stream did you you didn't watch the state of play well right. you dropped the ball i'll I just mention them it. here they were uh games you probably have heard of maybe you've heard of have you heard of mlb the show 2019 i have heard of that okay but did you have you heard of the last of us because that's free as well that's free. That was also we have that anyway. So well, now it's free. Now it's free. You can play a very it's boring to game. <laughs> drum you up for that excitement for The Last of Us Two, which they showed quite a bit of, um, which yeah. I'll talk about later. But yeah, we did. I did like pull up. A, I have a list of like all the things that were mentioned. But yeah, that. they uh, they announced the two games during that yeah. just to be like, which are pretty big games. I mean, realistically. that must be why I didn't see an article on it because it was just an article for all of State of Play. So. Yeah, and then Inside Xbox yeah, was like happened. right after yeah. it on the same day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, double that's, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's um, for the Xbox, the free games this month we have. Oh, this is oh this is coming to Game Pass. Okay, sorry. Uh, so coming to Game Pass, we have the Talos Principle, Minute, the Red Strings Club. Uh, that one's a PC only. Ooh, Red Strings Club. Nice. Um, Lonely Mountains Downhill. Genesis Noir. That game, Genesis Noir, I have mentioned before. That's that weird, like, it's kind of a line art thing, but it's like a noir where you're investigating, like, the Big Bang. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah. it's like a weird space noir. I'll have to check that out for sure then. That, that's coming to yeah, Game that, Pass. Yeah, and that's like, I believe that's a day one because that game's not quite out yet. So I think it's going to be on there on launch. <laughs> noir style adventure set before, during, and after the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, it's. It looks really weird. Not to be confused with the Big Bang Theory. Um, Demon's Ooh. Tilt. <laughs> Demon's Tilt looks dope as hell. It's uh, like an adventure pinball, but not like Creature in the Well, but like an actual pinball where you're like yeah. killing demons. And so- it looks awesome. <laughs> you gotta play, I hope to play that when that comes out. Um, then there's, uh, let's see. So they, they revealed also Munchkin, Lonely Mountain. Oh, they mentioned that one. Uh, Ukulele, The Escapists 2, City Skylines is coming to the PC Game Pass. Uh, Dead by Daylight, and we already mentioned Red Stinks Club, and State of Mind. And they didn't say what the free games were they for Xbox the Live. They free games. They, 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 where'd the free games go? phone is xbox yeah. games with gold I have to pull it out of my october 2019 new games with gold october 2019 the badass elephant or tembo the badass elephant 
Which is a game made by Game Freak. Available October 1st to 32 to 31st. Uh, Friday the 13th, the game. It's apparently pretty good. October 16th to the November 15th. Disney Bolt, October 1st to the 15th. And Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, October 16th to 31st. Those are all the free games. And like Epic's doing some crazy thing. Like everything's free. I don't know what's going over there. It's a freaking Yeah, they mess. gave away all the Batman games a little bit ago. And now there's like, yeah, that was like there's the game else. called Everything That's Free. So yeah, yeah. literally everything's free. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's they're giving away games like all the time. Um, lots it's of all games. that Fortnite money. Well, it's a lot of like. Usually it's like two games every week. Yeah. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games, which I keep forgetting to log in. I went and got those Batman ones because it was the whole like trilogy. Yeah. Like the good trilogy. Plus it was all the, all three of the Lego Batman games as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't say I never. I, Arkham Knight's the third one, right? Yes. I, didn't, so I never played that one. I played Arkham Asylum and Arkham and City. Just I'll drop this news here since we're kind of talking about it there. They did tease a new game. Yeah. Uh, but not by Rocksteady, who did those ones. Yeah. So it, it's theorized nobody knows yet but there was the teaser kind of suggested it was like maybe like Raza Ghoul or like the uh cult of owls yeah uh but uh most people think it's by the people who did batman arkham origins who is not rocksteady but and mm. that game's supposedly quote-unquote bad i've never played it so. <laughs> yeah you hear not good things about that but um I, yeah. i'm just telling everybody to brace themselves because that might you, people are super excited right now but it is not rock steady so maybe not maybe measure your hype because wb tweeted out the thing so it's like yeah they're adjust your WB. hype accordingly but, yeah and i thought we'd see that at either the state of play or the inside xbox but we did not so nope <laughs> that, that was kind of bizarre all right well normally our episode would be uh brought to you by game fuel but i went to the gas station today guess what they were out of the good flavors of game fuel we wanted voodoo well, that too. So that, I'm getting to that. So I was I, I was going to get the regular ass game fuel or, or the, the game fuel. So we had the, the good flavors are, are the red and the blue. Yellow sucks. And the original Mountain Dew flavor doesn't taste like Mountain Dew. It's awful. Um, so you're really I, not like being very nice to what you <laughs> we like it. Not, but Only this and the rest <laughs> of it's garbage. Just, so you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you're supposed to like it as a brand. We're, we're, they're not paying us anything yet, so I don't have to do shit. <laughs> they're going to listen back on this and be like, no, we're never doing anything for you, <laughs> traveler. So then I go over to where the regular ass Mountain Dew is, and I see this sticker that says limited edition or limited time only Mountain Dew Voodoo, a mystery flavored white colored Mountain Dew that looks pretty ghostly. Just, I'm in, just in time for the upcoming holiday, the upcoming month. Spooky, scary skeletons. And guess what? Like much like a ghost, there was no voodoo in this <laughs> in this case. There's no <laughs> just full of disappointment. There was no voodoo to be found. The this gas is, station full of disappointment. This is the second gas station I've been to that didn't have it. It's like, why are you guys putting these stickers up if you ain't gonna gotta put it on the door? There's mm-hmm. nothing in there. Maybe they haven't uh, gotten it in yet, but they got all the promotion stuff first. Why are you Pepsi guys going around? Because they're trying to build anticipation. It's working for you, clearly. These Pepsi guys going around, sticking stickers on the cooler doors when they don't got the product to back it up. Anticipation. Very disappointing. And when it finally does come in, you're going to be excited about it and talk about it even more. Therefore, legitimizing their actions. Disappointed! (laughs) 
Jesus. Disappointed! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, I wanted sugar. I wanted it to be covered by my cough. So, yeah, so I'm pissed. Uh, so, so, so what does one do? We, you go, you, you go to the top shelf. You go and you grab Mountain Dew Kickstart. <laughs> so what I have here is Mountain Dew Kickstart. Energizing Midnight Grape. This is a regular ass can, so it's going to be slurpy. It's ah, good stuff. It's good shit right there. And because I am a lady of culture, one might say, uh, Arizona green tea. Mm. Fuck you, that's a competing product. <laughs> Pepsi Cola won't go for that. I didn't know Arizona was Coke. No, it's not even that. It's its, it's, its own thing. Wow. It's its own thing. I don't even, I don't know how they make money selling 99 cent cans of that anymore because even Peace Tea went up. Peace Tea is like almost two bucks now. It's crazy. You want to bring peace, you got to pay for it, yeah, okay? Well, I mean, peace ain't free. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we should probably talk about some video games. So who here played video games this week? Me. Or Do like you play ever. video games, Frost? You've been, it's been like three years since you've been on the podcast. <laughs> I was dead. What did you play? I started playing the Blair Witch Project. I didn't get to play very much of it because I wanted to stream it with Salty uh, for All Hands on Deck. So look forward to that now that I'm not sick and contagious. By the way, fun story, Salty. I've been contagious with like some sort of, I don't know. My lungs are corrupted and salty got lung cancer. gets fucking foot, hand and mouth disease. So she's like 100% barricaded from the house. She's not allowed in here, but hopefully we'll play more of that. Blair Witch, I liked what it did for the little bit that I was playing with it. It was really in-depth and um, inclusive and kind of immersive. Those are the words I'm trying to use. I really wanted to punch all those people through the radio. <laughs> they, they were shut the they, fuck up. Yeah, they kind of. Supposed ruined. to be wandering out there after dark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should get back. They really was. They were really like. I was. I was trying to envision. Is this? Is this what a search and rescue actually looks like? Is where just people are like dicking around in the uh, in the forest, like shooting the shit with each other over the radio. Uh, and the dog is fun. <laughs> I couldn't help but feel like it borrowed a bit from like Firewatch. Yeah, tried to be a bit like Firewatch. You know, I actually thought it borrowed a bit from like Fable, like the like is it the third Fable that has the dog that kind of does? Yeah, two was the big one with the dog. Yeah, two was the good one. That's kind of what it reminded me of, where you can pet the little German Shepherd. But everybody likes the dog inclusion, so that's you know if you if you're the type of person like Nicky Jakey who just needs to pet the fucking dog, this is your game. (laughs) Hop on it. In Fable 2, your dog takes a magic blast for you. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not like, this isn't like Falcon Age where you can like fist bump the bird. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) I can't say I've ever played that. Is that it? Yep. You play anything else? No, I watched a lot of TV and I was sick a lot, so. What about you, Justin? You play anything? So I played a little bit more Gears Judgment, trying to get through that. It's, It's a slog, like I said, it's a slog, it just. I want to get through it, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to. I'm done. I don't want to do challenges anymore. I just want to. I want the story. You don't have to do the challenges. <laughs> you were going so hard last week too. You were like staying well, up I, all night. Well, yeah, because I was like sick anyway. So I'm like, I'm just sit here and play. That's games. not what you're supposed to do when you're sick. You're supposed to rest, you dumbass. But I've been Resting sleeping, while playing gears. Yeah, <laughs> becoming one with the couch. Um. Yeah. So 
played a little bit more of that, got a little bit further. Um, also, I booted up Stardew Valley, started playing that a little bit. I think I talked about that last week. Um, then I tried that, uh, that KFC, I love you, Colonel Sanders. Yes, which dating. we didn't get a chance to talk about. There is a KFC dating sim that, uh, we were supposed to talk about it before it came out because there was a lot of people mentioning it, but yeah, yeah, it is now officially out and it is free. Yep. And I played it and it is very strange. These people look like abominations, even for anime characters. Well, don't say that. The artist is going to feel bad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for looking out for somebody's feelings, Marcus. <laughs> Sorry, but they look very disconcerting. We are LGA uh, podcast where we don't like hurting anybody's feelings. We'll hurt everybody's feelings. <laughs> I hear the graphics are finger licking good. <laughs> Colonel Sanders has yowie hands. Yum. Well, he needs big hands for those seven spices. <laughs> is, he, Eleven. is he Dorito Senpai? Eleven, Eleven. secret spices. And eleven. That, so that's the other secret thing. Secret drugs. That's the other thing. Does that he was have good. a Dorito chip chin? No, he. Oh. No, he's the cool glasses guy with the goatee. Yeah. He's, well, maybe he's one of his Dorito. one of his poses is just the permanent, just holding up the his glasses. <laughs> and are uh, they like glaring too? Uh no, I don't. Uh, think. They might have a little bit of glare, but no. Is he not. the only one you can romance? I think you have. Can like, you date a bucket of chicken? Can you date a famous <laughs> bull? Can you make a famous bull? <laughs> So the game is like a three-day thing. It's a three-day school that you're going to, this culinary school. It's a really I, short school. Yeah, but... I, I got through, I was I was most of the way through day two, but it was kind of getting late. And like, if you, like, there's certain parts where like you have to do certain actions where you, you have like two choices or three choices. You pick the wrong one and you automatically fail and you have to start that whole like scene over again. You're, um... Like early on, you're uh, you're so your professor in this school is a corgi. That makes a lot of sense to have a dog in the kitchen. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> Talking corgi is your instructor. And uh, at one point, like he's it, the, it t- says he's walking past you and you're and you're thinking to yourself, well, I can give him a piece of beef. I could give him a piece of chicken or I can throw the squeaky ball. And, uh, why, why not give me the option the to slap him on the ass? They have such big, beautiful the fluffy, butts. The fluffy bones. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I, I wanted to go against the grain here. I chose beef, and he did not like that, and I he's, failed. I had to yeah, start over. Yeah, he's not going to like Yeah. <laughs> you need so, to pick the chicken. I, I, well, second time through, I threw the ball. He liked that. So I bet he would have really liked the chicken. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's well, KFC. I mean, it is game. KFC. But uh, I just don't. But, but that's. That aside, like, what kind of, what fucking corgi isn't going to like a piece of beef, huh? <laughs> the KFC it's Realism dog. factor zero here. I've heard as far as dating sim games, this game is really piss poor, but I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't expect <laughs> really? it to be it's, good. It's very shallow. I don't really play dating sim games, but it's like very straightforward and almost like linear. I've played a few of the uh, visual novel games, uh, usually a lot of the ones with a lot of buzz around them. Like I played Danganronpa and like... Uh, Doki the... Doki Literature? Do you no, I didn't one? do that one. Oh. I, I did the uh, How to Fall Boyfriend, ah, Boyfriend, the pigeon dating sim one. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't do a lot of necessarily dating sims but just visual novels of like like i said danganronpa the uh 999 trilogy with like 999 virtue's last reward and uh i can never remember the name of the last one 
I can't remember the name of the last one because technically I played the last one first and then I went back and did 999 and, and Virtue's Last Reward as well. I've played not a lot of them and I, I, I actually do like them. So I'm open to suggestions to playing like more of them. I played Mystic Messenger back when that was like super, super hot as hell. And uh, Daddy Dating Simulator was probably my, was my favorite Dream one. Dream Daddy? Yeah. By the Game Grumps. That one's fun. I liked that one. I think that just came out with DLC, didn't it? I think so, yeah. I think so. I, uh, I also like the merchandise <laughs> that they have, too. Well, if you need any recommendations, I know a lot of them. <laughs> well. You would. You would, strangely. I got the my finger on the pulse of... <laughs> For some reason, I did you have like your finger on the pulse of Japanese culture. If anything moves in games, I I know about it typically. <laughs> <laughs> I I really dig Miss, Miss, Mystic Messenger because it it was so inclusive that it made you feel like you were actually getting text messages from these non-existent people. And also, creepily enough, I liked getting a phone call from these like Korean people, <laughs> and I like just listening like uh, listening to them just talking very quietly and. Uh, inappropriately in Korean. I just remember the two two years ago on the Game of the Year deliberations for Giant Bomb and the one person from from the Beast cast that just kept bringing up Mystic Messenger every like two minutes. Probably Abby Russell. Yeah, Abby. That was, that's her name. Like she just kept bringing up Mystic Messenger. She's like, you know, I just really liked Mystic Messenger, you guys. I mean, I didn't like it that much, and I also got like the shit ending. Like everybody dumped me, and I was like, what? I don't know what I did wrong either. I just I dislike it when I'm on a path and I get like the worst ending. I have the worst luck with dating simulators specifically <laughs> like in Dream Daddy. I dated like the Christian guy who's obviously in a terrible relationship with his wife and he was kind of confused about being homosexual and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is really deep and really real and stuff. And so like we actually do the deed and everything, you know, the screen fades out to black very, uh, very nicely. And in the morning, he's like, I can't do this with you. And he like dumps you. And I was like, excuse me? Did the hump and dump. The fucking, this fucking game just dumped me and I'm legitimately upset about it. Yeah. And I know, I know some people were kind of upset about the KFC game because people were going to prioritize playing that or checking that out over playing anything actually good in that genre. <laughs> but on the other hand, this is free and it sounds like it's really short and it sounds like it's, it's a dumb, stupid publicity yeah, stunt is what it is. It, it's KFC's equivalent of the Snake King. And it's <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's it is. It's and like so what I'll say about it is I feel like I'm playing like something that I feel like I'm playing a training game for KFC in Japan. Like that's <laughs> Like some of the stuff that they say in this is like, this is like. That's befitting though, because KFC is super popular that's in Japan. What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so like they love. I mean, it's these, got a Jap Kauai kernel. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the Japanese people love their KFC. You get your KFC, your Christmas, Christmas bucket. bucket. And I've uh, heard KFC is a lot better everywhere oh, else in the yeah. world versus the U.S. But yeah, no doubt. I <laughs> mean, I've heard it is the number one fast food chain and the famous bowl is the famous bowl for a reason. It's the, so apparently the best selling Fast food item of all time. Yeah. What? I did not know this. But I don't know my fast food facts. I, uh, I think it's just facts. they are. KFC is a lot bigger. Like here in Montana, at the very least. Like I don't know anybody who eats a KFC. Really. Like, well, we have one in Billings. So <laughs> it's like, I, I. well, I mean, just everybody like refuses to eat there. You know, what's hilarious. I don't think they're that, bad or anything. I think but, people here are just racist and they hate ch fried chicken. 
No, because Popeyes does well. Mm, yeah, I hear a lot. I don't of we have about like Popeyes. two of those. I just don't know a lot of people that just eat like KFC. It's not, at all, you know, but KFC here doesn't. Right. They don't look appetizing. Like they don't really. There's a lot keep of better, clean or anything. There's better food choices. Additionally, like fried chicken's not good for you. <laughs> my my family loves the KFC bowl, but we never go to KFC to get it. We just make it homemade. <laughs> Like a homemade famous bowl. Yeah. Homemade famous bowl. And they're the best. Chicken but nuggets instead of fried chicken. No, we get like that popcorn buttery chicken. With, oh, uh, yeah. With corn and potatoes and gravy. It's good. Last time it was just chicken nuggets, which was still good. But, um, but yeah, it, it almost feels like this is like part of a training routine for someone in Japan going to work at KFC because like some of the stuff they say in there is just like, Oh, it's 11 spices. I, in this and Oh, and I be in a relationship with the Colonel. It's like, I, I, I'm working really hard to become, uh, really successful and and work work my do my best to work hard and this and that. And they, and there's like, even like specific questions like, like what, um, like when's the best time to like, if you do this and this, do you need to wash your hands? Like stuff like that. See, the more you talk about this, the more I just want like an actual RPG game of part-time devil. Devil's a part-timer? Yes. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> show. Walk Donald's. Yeah, it, it's a very, but like the, the the style of the characters, they all look very strange. There's a really buff dude that's like half naked with a gigantic pompadour shaped like a star. Mm-hmm, naturally. Um, there's his friend or like the two, two bad guys. There's him. And then oh, the this, bad guys, Yeah, they're the bad guys. She, cause he's, he's like, he's in cahoots with this other girl who's evil. They're stealing the recipes. They want, that's what they're trying. They're trying to steal the <laughs> recipe. Ravioli, ravioli. Give me the formula. <laughs> and then you have like your best friend. And then there's like a robot. And then there's like a kid that looks like he's like 10 years old. Can you date the robot? No, but. <laughs> My best friend started dating their robot. Well, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that relationship works out for them. You get to choose, like in 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 during in the classroom, you get to choose whether to sit next to your best friend or sit next to the colonel. It sounds like they're strong arming you into a colonel relationship. Yeah, they really are. Um, because he just comes in and like there's like basically like you immediately like it's like you're just you're drawn and attracted to this this figure like he he turns to you it speaks to you and you're just speak like it's <laughs> stuff like that like your character is just like so in awe of the colonel and you can't believe that he's speaking to you i'm just i'm just visioning because i literally was watching oran host club today so i'm just visioning that episode where renge is playing uh uh fucking i don't know what it's called but she gets obsessed with kyoya so now i'm just literally just picturing like kyoya with his glasses glared and like a colonel sanders goatee but he's more no because kyoya isn't very outgoing yes he is mm. he's like manipulatively yeah, outgoing manip- but the colonel's not manipulative <laughs> he seems like he'd be a bad character like a bad sneaky guy i don't no. know i don't trust colonel he's the sneak king <laughs> <laughs> No, he's like uh, he, he's he's more like um, who's the other main character in that? I can't remember. Tamaki. Yeah, he's more like that. Gross. Where he's like, I would prefer him to be like the cool he's, type. He's not like. I mean, he's like cool, but like he's more nice. He's not like. 
He's not aloof. <laughs> he's not aloof, okay. He's not the cool type. That's what the cool type is. Like cool but as in temperature. Cool, but he's as also, in temperature cool. He's cool, but he's also very nice and friendly and open. Gross. I don't he, want I don't want Tamaki Senpai type <laughs> Colonel Sanders. I want Kyoya types Colonel Sanders. Kyoya is like he's 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 manipulative, like you said. I don't Kyoya is the best character hands down on that TV show. This Fuck guy, you. all he wants to do is build a fast food empire. That's all he wants. (laughs) That seems manipulative to me. No, he's doing it with hard work, determination, (laughs) and 11 secret spices. (laughs) That's Colonel Sanders Senpai, okay? I don't don't understand. (laughs) You just gotta play this fucking game. I don't understand, like... You You should probably just play this game, because, like, maybe you'll get all the way through. (laughs) You didn't play it? No, I got halfway through it, but, like... It's like I need to it's go. It's probably to bed. pretty short. What it, is it yeah. like on your phone or something? It's on Steam. Oh. I should have put it on phones. It that would have been real marketing. It could have been on phones because it's like simple. It's all all it is is text. Yeah, it sounds yeah, exactly. It sounds there's like text. a phone game. They like, should have put it in the uh, Apple Arcade. That's yeah, where they should have And then there's buttons. They would have like, been vetted out of that. There there'd be like there's three buttons at most. Uh oh, there there is a battle. You fight like a weird like after at the end of the first night, you fight like a weird spatula like grizzle monster there's just like a bunch it just looks like a gross thing with a bunch of giant spatulas sticking out of it and you just all you and all you have is like one attack and one defend and you just i guess alternate those until awful you, until you defeat the, the monster and then you like pass out or something and then the colonel brings you home and he's just tenderly <laughs> nursing you back to health <laughs> And then you just wake up in your yeah, bed the next day. Give you some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> chicken makes everything okay. You wake up with a chicken yeah. head in your bed. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, but the corgi is adorable, as as corgis are. So, yeah. Very, very interesting um, thing by, like, look at all this. Look at all this airtime KFC got just for making a dumbass game. Especially since it's like a dating sim. Like yeah. that's a real like. What would you do a dating sim for? Um, it's just an uncommon genre. Yeah. So I think that's why it created all the buzz. They did another thing too. They recently. must have had like the Japanese. Uh, There's be another the primary case. source for this because it seems like it would. I wonder how well it actually is doing in Japan. Is it available in Japan or it seems more well, like sure. a? It seems more like a Japan market than it does. Oh my god, Twitter! They're. <laughs> Their head, their their um, profile picture and um, banner are are the game. Uh, the Kawaii Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him blowing a wish at you. I do or a kiss I, at you. See, here's the here's the posy as on. <laughs> okay. I, do, I follow a Twitter account that almost exclusively draws a sexy Colonel Sanders. Stop. <laughs> like, I mean, like straight up, like super ultra adult. Colonel Sanders and he is so he is rippling content. Yeah, and he is rippling with muscles. <laughs> Do you have what it takes to date the most famous chicken salesman of all time? Oh my god. Find out now in the delicious dating simulator ever created. Or in the most delicious dating simulator ever created. Play now on Steam for free. Yeah, it should have been on the phone. Alright. This is Stop. Some anime ass anime right here. Mm, the chibis are in my head. They have running chibis in this. Stop. How did I know? No, or they're not running. They're riding chicken pieces. They're riding chibis riding on a chicken piece. Yeah. 
Thank God for Japan. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Because right, I swear KFC did something else that was crazy. <laughs> Try the anime version in the Colonel Sanders dating simulator or the real life version for a limited time only. Now at KFC. KFC mac and cheese bowls. <laughs> I swear to God that KFC did something else other than this recently too. That was seemed insane to me, but you know what this also, you know what this reminds me of though? Did you ever see the Conoco son and Carhead comics from last year? No. Oh my God. Yeah. So Conoco got in on the anime thing before KFC did, and they did a whole manga series of Conoco. I think it was Conoco san or Conoco chan. <laughs> Sounds awful. Or maybe it might have been in Conoco senpai and it's just like a dude with just wearing a Conoco hat and his buddy is a a, a muscular a muscular dude with a giant car for a head. Oh god. <laughs> and there's a <laughs> they go and save a, a girl from slut from engine sludge with their clean gasoline. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes <laughs> a you, lot of sense. Do you know that cringe anime where the, there's a little she's like a Shoto looking lolly girl running down the street. She sees a gas station and she gets really excited and it turns out she's like some sort of weird car. So she goes and runs up and starts guzzling the gas and then turns into a car. That's what I'm visioning right now. I don't. Y'all lost me. Let's see. Let me see if I can. It's like it's like one of those. I I. What is this shit? <laughs> oh, it's Conamo Conoco Coon. Conoco Coon. <laughs> see if I can look at that. <laughs> this car head. Ugh. The guy's name is Carhead. That is revolutionary. I don't need to see this. <laughs> so. Obviously, everyone's listening to this, but it's bad uh, audio. This, this dude, there's a dude just being held by a giant buff dude, and he just has a car for a head. <laughs> it's all right. Did you play anything very, else? It's very Did you strange. play anything well, else? Please. Move on, please. Yeah, uh, move no, down, move it. down. That's it. That's all I played. All right, it's time that time for the cavalcade of Marcus's games. Well, I did, I forgot to t- since we skipped that week, I forgot to talk about some things. But I remembered what they are now, so I can talk about them now. So I'm going to start from those. Uh, they're smaller titles, but uh, there is that free-to-play Kirby game called uh, Super Kirby Clash. It's on the Switch, and it has tons of microtransactions. Yeah, I heard that is, like, riddled with um, cancer. It's it's stamina-based, as you can imagine, so you got to wait. And it's also got a lot of, like, microtransactions for stuff. Which, honestly, I usually wouldn't have a problem with this, but... I hear it's pretty egregious in this. I don't know. I never I never got to a super paid portion, but I, I only played for maybe two, three hours. I, I don't know. It, it was like, it's not good. It's not a good game. <laughs> you, you basically... Like the Kirby mini bosses, like your your Hammer Joe guy and yeah. all those, it's like you'll you'll fight them and you'll have a team of Kirby's which can either be uh, PC AIs or you can have the uh, actual players controlling them. Uh, but yeah, it's just not good. But yeah, you'll level up. You'll like pick a class, uh, sort of, and you'll level up, and it's RPG based. But yeah, it's. Imagine Kirby, but really slow and doesn't, he's not as floaty or jumpy and every, everything's slow and not good. Um, but nice try Nintendo, you know, nice try <laughs> Nintendo they're They've, they've got the fever. 
I mean, the biggest problem is that I feel Kirby and especially most Nintendo games in general are kind of targeted at kids um, and Kirby especially. Yeah. So that's my biggest issue with all the microtransactions and everything, because, you know, maybe somebody will be like, oh, hey, mom, pop, can I download this Kirby game and play Kirby? And it's not it's got it's just microtransactions. Um, I don't know. I mean, you can play it for free, but it just seemed it's not good. It's real shallow and it's just not a good game. But yeah. I mostly bring this up in parallel to now that Mario Kart's out. Mario Kart has a uh, season pass for phone. Yeah. It's did, like $5. Did you play that? No, I didn't because I'm not interested in that at all. But you get racers oh. and I, it's loaded up with microtransactions. Marcus, um, this is not news segment. God damn it. I know it. it's not, but this is <laughs> it runs parallel since it's Nintendo and microtransactions and properties. And once again, I, I usually wouldn't have issues with that. Like fully, I, I, I do hate microtransactions and I just avoid them. But I have a problem when it is like very child based properties. Yeah. And then that's that, very much runs along the lines of like, we'll give you your phone and we'll play it. And then they're like, oh, I need this and this. And then they just start clicking on stuff. And before you know it, you have like a $3,000 phone bill. Yeah. I mean, or just they'll ask for money to have things in this. It's it, yeah. it, Or maybe their friends will have cool things in it. Yeah. And they realize monetizing and spending money on this thing is the only way to get those it's just it's not good even back Um, like when i was in middle school like probably the the only thing that i remember running along those lines is runescape (laughs) paying for runescape premium which was five bucks a month god that's really cheap actually yeah like versus when wow like hit the floor and 15 15 or final fantasy i think was 12 and then you had to buy a, a dollar per extra character slot huh yeah final fantasy 11 was weirdly priced that was weird but yeah, anyway, I just like don't like a lot of the monetization. Like, and I'm not Nintendo. I find it weird that people are like, oh, Nintendo's like caught the bug. And it's like, no, they're just they didn't know how to do this before. They're bad mm-hmm. at Internet. Yeah, I think they always wanted to do this. They just didn't know how. No, I think I think it's that they caught the bug. They're like, oh, now we're making phone games. I don't oh. know. Fire Emblem made like gajillions of dollars for them <laughs> and like. And maybe it's some jealousy with how m- well Pokemon Go did. And they're, yeah. I mean, they're getting a small, small portion of those proceeds. I think they're getting like less than 10%. Ouch. It's, they get a small amount. I'm surprised they would let it go for that little with it being the IP it is. I, I don't think they, fig- I think they didn't think it would do as well as it did. I'm pretty sure they figured it would do. I think they were like, it'll do all right. And they didn't figure it, it'd be like one of the number one mobile games. Yeah, like making more money than basically anything else and anything that they... The other thing is, it's making more money than anything they've put out. Yeah. Like, they personally just can't catch fire like these other things. Um, Well, maybe they should stop putting out terrible phone games. Well, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) on the other hand, you got to look at the other hand, Nintendo is... They they are making, like, microtransaction-filled garbage, but... On the other hand, they are still making their other content. So. Yeah, they're still making good games. They're not. They didn't go full Konami and just be like, "We're not making video games anymore. We're just making like gambling machines and microtransactions." I, have you seen that Contra game that just came out by Konami? No, I didn't see that. It's one a yet. steaming pile of trash. Oh, not surprised. Your guns constantly overheat. God. Do you have to pay money to to make them overheat slower? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but I did hear even worse. Like that game is only forty dollars. 
So I'll give it that, but it sounds like it's just a big steaming pile of shit. But then on top of that, can they, Konami just go away? There's a season pass for that game. Oh my and God. I'm like, I doubt they'll deliver on that because there's no way that game's going to sell well enough to justify like, producing more content for it. I just want Konami but, to go away. They said that they were done with video games. Can well, you now just, they're like, crawling stick to back. Your, can you stick to your word? I don't want you back. I blame Bloodstained <laughs> as much as I love Bloodstained. Yeah. I think it was Bloodstained. Yeah, because they're like, oh man, we should probably just like, make the games that we have IPs for like, because wow, shit. other people are going to make there. them for us. <laughs> other people are going to make the games that are just like the ones we have and make money while we're just, I don't know, maybe maybe the money isn't in Pachinko like it used to be. <laughs> That's actually what I hear. It's just they're <laughs> not making as much money at Pachinko as they used to, um, which is probably because the market's flooded or people moved on to other things that are similar to Pachinko, but not Pachinko. Like mobile gaming. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha games. <laughs> Huge. Um, which is the other thing about Mario Kart is it's got gotcha mechanics. Uh, but in any case, tisk tisk. I also downloaded the demo for Damon X Machina. And once again, this was weeks ago before the game was actually out, but now the game is actually out. Um, I wasn't too hot on it cause it felt really slow to me personally. I do recommend for anybody at least interested, maybe check out the demo first before you just buy the game, but it is very much modeled after armor core. And it's kind of like armor core. It does feel my disappointment is that it is, it feels paced similarly to armor core where armor core, like granted probably late game moves a lot faster, but just my thing is like, I have jet boosters on my mech. Why do I feel like I'm moving slow? <laughs> um, but I made my character. Uh, he had a pompadour that I colored uh, pink and I had nice. giant pink eyebrows and I had like the biggest eyebrows that were pink eyebrows. I looked awesome. I looked like, space dandy but really much more flamboyant so my question is can you use the steel battalion controller with this that's a real question i don't know but probably not but probably not because that was like original xbox controller right yeah i think so but anyway this i've heard from people who are really into armor core or just into mech games this is really good uh but like i said i would recommend checking out the demo and seeing if it's it's your speed or not um because yeah i i after I played the demo, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy this game because I can't just like maybe later if it's like 20, 30 bucks at some point, but at a full 60, no way. Um, and who knows if that will ever go down in price because it is Nintendo published, but it's not directly made by like Nintendo first party. So because it's made by Marvelous, so it might go on sale, but that's a maybe because Nintendo published games sometimes do, but not most of the time, not, not. Ninten- <laughs> like not Nintendo proper, like Nintendo yeah. proper games basically never go on sale. Yeah, they're um, basically like the only games that hold their value up until... Well, they say they don't want to reduce them in price because it devalues the product, which is insane. They're they're crazy over there. Yeah. So it's but, it's weird I mean, to be like, our console's like the budget console, but our software is like premium software. And also the most expensive cardboard known to man. <laughs> it's cheap now. I saw at Best Buy, it was on the variety pack, was on sale for 30 bucks, and I was like... <laughs> Maybe, you know, you get the game, you get all the cardboard, like, for 30 bucks. That's not bad. That'd be a great, like, weekend. <laughs> Just build that keyboard and everything. <laughs> you don't get the robot, but you get everything else. Yeah, it's funny. They, they, uh, the rated G for gaming guys bring that up a lot. The, they always mention, like, yeah, um, Nintendo created the most expensive cardboard in the universe. <laughs> and now they're creating the most expensive plastic ring in the universe. <laughs> I'm going to... Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be recording with those guys this weekend. I'm gonna be on their podcast for next week. Oh sweet! So I'm gonna look forward to that. So make sure you go check out Rated G for Gamers. Listen to their podcast, and you can listen to me on it. 
So what else? Oh, and then I played uh, Man of Medan, which I'm maybe halfway through. I wanted I wanted to finish it uh, last weekend, but I didn't get a chance to. So that's on the back burner still. Um, it it doesn't seem bad. It, it it it's confusing because in some ways I like it more than Until Dawn, and in some ways I like it less than Until Dawn. It does hitch quite a bit and have a lot of load screens. And I think that's just, I am playing on like a regular PlayStation. Yeah. I don't know if it's much better on a pro or not, but I i mean, I've said this about several games and there is definitely a fistful of games that I'm like, those are PS5 games. Like those games are made for the PS5. They are not made for current tech, um, which is like something like Resident Evil or uh, Don't May Cry 5 or uh, God of War even like or even Red Dead 2 it's like a lot of those games make my PlayStation sound like it's taking off like a jet engine like it is so loud I mean even uh in Borderlands 3 it sounds like it's like destroying my PlayStation which is just like yep we are at the end of this console life cycle for sure <laughs> like everything's running this thing so hard to its breaking point I gotta speaking of which I gotta air dust out my Xbox One X already it's even playing the Gears of War games, it sounds like it wants to take off like a jet engine. <laughs> I'll just wait till you get to those later ones. Oh it's going to be taxing. Oof. Oof. But I have played... Um, well, anyway, I guess I'll talk more about Man of Medan, but the spooky boat is kind of the <laughs> ghost ship in a way. I, I'm not 100% certain what's fully going on yet, and I mean, even if I did, I wouldn't let people know necessarily, but uh, kind of game starts out and you're on the boat, and then you you're like in uh world war ii times and then like it skips ahead to like post boat accident and you're a new group of young douchebags and you're you're going you're like a group going out on like a diving thing and you're looking for wrecks and stuff and uh yeah and then you get uh bad stuff happens lots of bad stuff happens and some of your choices can kill your characters at any point i'm i still have all the characters alive and i'm about halfway through so i'm actually impressed because i feel like i've made some terrible choices <laughs> nice but in any case i i did play more borderlands um i am now max level in that i have beaten the story <laughs> I they have uh, after you reach max level or well after you beat the game actually not even after you reach max level you start to get uh, your what this thing that kind of replaced badass rank um, I forget what it's called in this but it, it's basically like paragon levels which they added to Diablo so okay. you'll like level beyond max in a way and they're like extra stat boost which is what the badass rank used to do. You could just be like, oh, I'm cashing in this token to get like additional percentage to crit, gun damage, accuracy, or whatever. I've put most of mine in luck chance to get better guns. Um, it's, a, it's not a heavy, is it? What? Heavy? No. <laughs> Well, I'm just, I, I'm because uh, someone else in this group was talking about um, Borderlands 3 bosses, so I was just looking at what they said. Oh, no, but in any case, you just, I cash these chips in and get the, the, the extra stat boost, which I have, what, almost like, probably over 50 of them at this point. Wow. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, it sounds like I've played more than I have in many ways, because I've beaten the game and we've done most, like me and my friend have done most of the side content not all of it yet um we did complete all the these like trials that are in the game where they're kind of like wave based things you go in and you fight like several waves of enemies and you kind of go from zone to zone they're like these challenges but we did all those yeah uh which the last one we did was pretty friggin hard but we did uh we were fully decked out in legendaries aside from our grenade which was this one called the porcupine pipe bomb and it was a quest <laughs> reward and it's just a blue item 
and it was broken as fuck. Um, <laughs> I am sad that it is now patched. Um, it wasn't supposed to work the way it did, but it would nuke health, like no joke. Really? And I love the patch note, and I actually have it on my phone because it's funny. Um, so it said, addressing a reported concern with, uh, oh, porcelain pipe bomb. I thought it was porcupine, but anyway, uh, where it set off multiple explosions while colliding with objects. So if you threw this grenade straight <laughs> at an enemy, it would like, because it, it would send off all these, uh, child grenades. Oh God. And those did the full damage of the regular grenade. That like all awesome. at once. It was like a super nuke. Um, but it was like, this grenade was never meant to explode multiple times. All enemies in the Borderlands universe are now safe from... Um, being instantly melted by radioactive poop. That's the literal patch note. But nice. Yeah, it would even bosses like bosses on Mayhem Three would get melted by this thing. It was, <laughs> um, which was great because we farmed a lot of guns. I got yeah. I am like full. Like it doesn't even matter now because I, I have so many legendaries. It's like a joke. I'm like my character is so strong. Um, we we had been playing on Mayhem Two up until we got this grenade anyway. So that grenade heard, just allowed uh, us to kick it up to Mayhem Three. I did hear some good like modif like not modifications but like good variants of d different guns were. Uh, someone on Giant Bomb said that like they had a gun that would shoot like two bullets and then like in the middle of the two bullets there'd just be a laser. Yeah, there's, like, I have a shotgun that fires basically like a machine gun. It shoots so fast. <laughs> and the bullets, it shoots about four electric orb bullets per shot that go in, like, alternating rows. <laughs> and then, since it's a TDR, I, when you reload, it's got, like, I throw the gun and it, like, will do a thing. So it, it kind of, mine doesn't necessarily explode, but it shoots a whole bunch of bullets when it falls. And then it blows up into a giant electrical thing, which is <laughs> great for taking out shields. I have a... I have a legendary corrosive, uh, like, I can't remember the names of any of these legendaries, but I have a legendary corrosive machine gun that just, like, melts health, and when the, and it, when you kill an enemy with it, or it dies from the corrosive damage, they explode and shoot, like, corrosive orbs everywhere. Yeah. So just spreading it like an infection. Um, I have two Jacob's pistols, which are just ridiculous. They fire, like, crazy fast, and, like, one of them has, uh, uh fire damage, which just, it melts people but yeah and the the other one puts uh explosive mines on a people like everybody i tag every time i shoot them they get a, a mine attached to them that explode after a while um yeah the guns are nuts in this but i've i've been getting a lot of stuff but i am sad that that grenade is now gone or patched in a way to fix it so it's not as op but there there were there were a few characters that didn't really work on anyway but <clears throat> Now, now I'll have to farm guys the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. Which, I mean, I, I like melt people at this point anyway. Ooh. But, man, that, that game's pretty fun. It's more fun. I think the, the post-game stuff is more fun, which is just because you're overpowered and blowing things up left and right. You don't got to worry about being under-leveled or leveling up anymore. Just got to worry about them stats min-maxing. Nice. I did play the cringiest quest ever where uh, we had to flood a uh, pro gamer who was 14, uh, at least when he was a pro gamer when he was 14. But by the time you got the quest, seven years had passed. So he was no longer a pro gamer. But uh, Handsome Jack was putting a leg, install the leg switch that was lagging him. So we had to go defeat the leg switch, basically, <laughs> um, that was 
throttling his internet connection. Oh my god. Uh, by flooding it with memes. Nice. Yep, and they say Some. the word dank meme several times, oh and it god. hurt me real bad. Uh, it, it was the worst. This is, it's like something that would... This is like something I would laugh at two or three years ago. Yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, just in general, it, like it was bad. It was real bad. Like if there were this, if this came out the same year as Borderlands Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Oh god, dank memes. Like, and they say it like it's all about that bone hurting juice nowadays. In though. earnest, like they they think they're funny. Oh I, yeah, well they, I'm sure they 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 think they know they're funny. No. <laughs> uh, I killed the optional boss that is uh, based on Rick and Morty. I can't remember their names, but they're very clearly based on Rick and Morty. Um, Lots of splorbaborder. I mean, just uh, one of them has, like, Rick hair and, oh. like, uses a gun to teleport around, huh. like, open portals. Um, yeah. I, I actually didn't even see the Morty-based one because my friend killed it so quickly. <laughs> which I thought was kind of suiting. Um, then there's also a guy who's like, he's supposed to be One Punch Man. Nice. Um, he, I think his name is just One Punch. And yeah, he uh, he can take down all your health in One Punch. Like <laughs> I wish more so if, I wish he would gib you. I wish if he hit you, you would just blow he's, into pieces. Yeah, well, I mean, because that's what he does. But, that's, that's how it is, in, unless you're like the final boss guy, but he apparently drops a really good legendary shotgun, but I haven't, I only killed him once, so I didn't get it, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll bother farming him or not. He's not <laughs> that bad, but which is funny because people were like, watch out for him. And I was like, I mean, yeah, if he hits you, he kills you, yeah, but you I was like, don't get punched. I don't know. We also had that grenade at the time. So maybe that like, <laughs> we just melted. Maybe him. it's harder now. Cause you can't just, maybe you can't just blow them up. I don't know. I have like a lot of incendiary stuff that should is good on flesh, so he might not stand a chance. But he's got one really big arm <laughs> that he punches you with. Um, so th there is some funny references in there that are a bit more subtle. Good stuff. Um, probably the biggest game, though, I played this week was uh, Link's Awakening. I bought that on Friday, as I mentioned last week, that I was getting that the next day after the podcast. And I have since then beat it. I wasn't expecting to. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get so you're absorbed into it. playing it, and then you're like, oh, God, I gotta beat this game. It was it was kind of like, oh, just like, I'll do this. Oh, no, I'll do this. Um, Which is, there? there's a really long chain quest in this, and actually, I kind of hate it. And I wouldn't hate it as much if it was more optional, but you absolutely have to do the chain quest if you want to beat the game. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of bugs me, because some of it's so arbitrary. Like, um, and actually, one of the steps I had to look up because I just got really confused. I'm sure if I wandered around long enough, I would have found it. But I was I, I had a stick and I didn't know where to take it. It gives you no clues. It's just like you got a stick from uh, the leftovers of the monkeys building the bridge. And I was like, OK, like, where the hell do I take this? And I just wandered around forever. And you you can't progress until you find where that stick goes. You absolutely cannot progress until you find out who gets that stick. Oh, oh, my God. That's like a nightmare. So you just have to talk to everybody? And even that won't help you. But oh God. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, Jesus. Because they don't give you clues. Oh, fuck. And yeah, I mean, some of the clues, like there is like a weird like phone thing that you can go to. And that guy is kind of helpful sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he's not because like sometimes he'll be like the dungeons in the east, <laughs> um, which is helpful. But you're like most of the times in most of my cases, it was like, OK, I know where the fucking dungeon is. Where the fuck do I take this stick? Where do I give? <laughs> Where's the guy who needs this fucking stick? Um, 
which was literally like the things you would think like a normal person would look up. I like dumbed my way into figuring out. And then like, no, nah, I just couldn't find out where this fucking stick goes. I was just like wandering nice. around like, and after I found it, I was like, Oh, well duh. But like I had seen that, but the, when you see where it goes, you can't interact with it until you have the stick. Oh really? Yeah. There's something like, that sucks. Yeah, there is something I like walked past like seven, eight times, but <laughs> but nothing is really going on in that area until you have the stick. It's very unassuming. So there's a lot of stupid stuff like that in there. Um, they this does have, I guess, the original version of the game only had twelve hearts. Um, that has been bumped up to twenty, like regular Zelda games. The uh, I know in the DX version they added a color dungeon that is still in this, which gives you the. Uh, a blue tunic or a red tunic, which red tunic increases attack power, blue tunic increases defense. Um, what else? There, there. I think used to be only twenty-four of these secret shells, uh, which are just shells you find around the island. Um, they're kind of anywhere. They're a bit like the Korok seeds in a way, uh, where you'll just be like, "Oh, there's like flowers like around this area. If I dig here, there's gonna be a freaking shell." I mean, they're just all over the place. Like you could just be like. Oh, I threw a bomb in this tube. Shell was in there. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's been bumped up from 24 to 50. Okay. Um, and I did collect all of those. There's only one thing I haven't done, and I'll get to that. But <laughs> but I have I have 19 out of 20 hearts, um, and I just decided to beat the game at a certain point. Um, but it, it's a good Zelda. It's really cute. Uh, Link makes cute pitter-pattery noises when he's walking. If you have the Pegasus boots and he, like, makes a little super pitter-patter before he, like, dashes. Nice. Um, it's a real solid game. And uh, price point-wise, I know that's been, like, the biggest complaint is, like, this game is priced at 60 bucks. I do think it is worth $60, all while I do think... $40 would have been a much more appeasing price point for this. Um, but it is lengthy. I mean, I probably, I, I can't tell how many hours I dumped in, but I dumped in probably 30 would be my guess. I was pretty much playing it nonstop. Um, I was lost a lot of the times, which I know is kind of the point of a lot of Zelda games is like, yeah, you're supposed to kind of like wander around aimlessly. And like, that's why I found so many collectibles. It's just like, yeah, I was just like wandering around looking where this fucking stick went. Um, <laughs> Sounds like the best game, game of the year. The, find the stick it is not um <laughs> i i couldn't find where the stick went and even before that there you get a can of dog food and it took me i think four hours to find where the dog food went <laughs> it, nice you know i'll just straight up say it goes to a freaking crocodile it there's, goes to a crocodile there's a crocodile man <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. there's a uh, there's also a monkey man who like fishes and and you should do the fishing in that because there's a lot of collectible stuff to get in there. Um, How is the fishing in it? It's OK on a scale of it's, all the other ones. Oh, it's not as good as Ocarina of Time, but oh. I wasted like 100 hours in Ocarina of Time fishing. Nothing will be as good as Breath of the Wild where you just throw in a bomb. I, I would have preferred if Breath of the Wild <laughs> had real fishing and not just like. That was their chance to do, like, real good fishing, but it was like, not only could you just throw bombs in, I mean, you could shoot the water with an electric arrow and just be like, I killed everything in the water. I I, I liked to swim after the fish. And just grab just them grab out them. of the water. It made me feel powerful. I, I think they were planning to do more with that, because there, there's suggestions that they were planning a more robust underwater thing. Presence. And it just didn't make it into the game. Like, I think they just at a certain point were like... They already had so much make, in make it. Make this a game, yeah. I... 
I don't fault them for that at all, but they I, have a, I they have a sequel to explore. So I just was a little disappointed that you didn't get like a fishing pole and actually go fishing. And there there would be no point in it because you could kill fish so easy and just loot the fish out of the water that it would make an actually so that's using probably a fishing why they pole. didn't even give it because they were they realized that I mean it, it shouldn't too have, easy. You shouldn't have been able to just nuke them out of the water. You should have had to have like caught them by more conventional means. <laughs> But anyway, the uh, yeah, the fishing's all right in this. The the mini games is all kind of the last stuff I had to do, which was the fishing. There is a like a, a rapids race, uh, which you can just grab stuff as well as like actually race in it, uh, which is really just you're not racing anyone in particular. You're just trying to beat your own time, which you use the hook shot to really kind of cheese, um, which is that it's obvious you need to do that. <laughs> To get to any of the secret stuff in there, you have to use the hookshot. Um, what other mini game is there? Oh, there's a claw mini game, and you can get there's secret stuff is that in there as well as there's like figurines in there of uh, like shy guy, chain chomp, piranha plant, goomba, pokey, uh, all like a lot of those Mario villains. Which as well as there's a point in this game where you get the chomp chomp and you you gotta like ferry it around and it gets you into the second dungeon. Um, yeah, it's, it's really good. All the dungeons are really solid. I, I think it's a solid Zelda game. I don't like it as much as, uh, A Link to the Past or, uh, I actually think A Link to the World, A Link Between Worlds is better than this. Uh, A Link Between Worlds is kind of a greatest hits of, like, 2D Zelda games, because it also had, like, find the seashells and do all this stuff. Yeah. Which... I believe it was added probably to this game, but there is a after you get I think fifteen uh, shells, you get a tuning fork mm. if you once you hand them in and you, it it'll sound when you're near a shell. Huh. So that helps you find them out in the wild. Just be like, oh, my tuning fork's going off. There's <laughs> shell around That's here not how somewhere. How tuning fork works? You, well, I just gotta like find it uh, <laughs> by digging or bombs or songs. There's a plethora of stupid stuff to do. <laughs> there is an ocarina, which has, I guess, wasn't in the original um, that's been added. Mm. And it's got three songs and teleports, which I think the teleports were probably added to. Nice. But I never played the original or DX. I, this is the first time I played Link's Awakening. Um, you got to wake the wind fish. Um, have you seen the wind fish? Nope. It is a well with wings. Nice. <laughs> it's in the, you've seen the giant egg, right? It's in that egg. <laughs> you got to get the musical instruments to hatch the egg. <laughs> oh, okay. Which each dungeon gives you a mad musical instrument. Yeah, but the uh, the last thing I have to do, which is kind of a mini game of sorts, is uh, I always call this guy Dampy, but I know his name is like Dampay. It's It's got an accent, but I always call him Dampy. <laughs> it's got that uh, accented E. <laughs> but he's the grave digger in like all of Zelda. Uh He's the one who does the uh, dungeon thing, that modular dungeon maker thing, which is terrible. It is not good in the slightest. It doesn't even try to be good, um, which is my biggest issue is mostly you use tile sets that are from the dungeons you complete. So each room you insert is a room you've done at some point in the past. Um, but yeah, that's he's got the last heart piece I need, um, which I looked up guiltily. I looked up because I was like. I had done the other like trials and he was giving me stuff. And then I was like, I don't have to do all of these, do I? And then I was like, well, I'm missing one heart and there are, it says I have all the pieces. So I was like, no. And it's like, yeah, he gives you a full heart container at the end. <laughs> if you do all his tutorial stuff, God, I hate it so much. I, I may not even bother getting that last heart. It's the only thing I'm missing. <laughs> 
I just can't do it. I did all the other tutorials and I just hate it. I hate it so much. He forces you to build dungeons in certain shapes, like a bomb shape and like a a, a bottle shape and a heart shape. I I hate him so much. <laughs> <clears throat> there is a uh, a flying uh, cuckoo in this. It's pretty cool. A flying cuckoo. Yeah, you go resurrect him from beyond the grave. He was dead. <laughs> Link's cuckoo a sociopath from beyond the grave. <laughs> yeah, he is. Link is just a sociopath. Death by cuckoos? He killed everybody on that island. That's the truth. Um, Where's your tin hat? Tinfoil hat. I don't need a tinfoil hat. Put it on. (laughs) No, I don't need a tinfoil hat. Link is a straight up a murderer. Everybody on Colnet Island, however you say it, Colant Island, it's got a weird name. Um, They're dead. No, this is also one of those games that kind of falls under that like weird uh, Majora's Mask theories that maybe Link died, and this is like a fever dream or it's a purgatory of some kind. Because mm-hmm. you're you take the boat out and then you're in a storm and then you end up on this island and there's weird like man, uh, Marin's dad kind of looks like Mario. Um, <laughs> wow, there's straight up a picture of Princess Peach. Where are these chain chomps and Goombas and? All these Mario enemies, where the hell do those come from? Is this a dream? Well, it is a dream, but um, is Link dead? <laughs> I don't like to think about the... You decide. Under. I don't like to think about the underlying theory behind Legend of Zelda, because sometimes it makes me hurt. I just like to... I like to view each Zelda game as its own <clears throat> But this entity. is the Link from A Link to the Past. I know. I'm just telling you that they're all... Dun, dun, dun. They're all separate things in my mind. I don't try to connect them, and, and I th- I'm just happier that think, way. I think Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons takes place after this. I think it's the same link for that. I think. I've never played those games either. I, I skipped all the Game Boy ones. I, I hope they remake more of those. Like An Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons like combo that's like both the games somehow meshed together would be amazing. Or uh, I hope they remake Minish Cap. Basically all the Capcom games that they made Mm -hmm. would be great. Um, But yeah, Link's Awakening is pretty good. Uh, I do think there are Zelda games better than it. I think there are Zelda games worse than it. I... I guess in the old games, you had to, like, open your menu a lot and switch between your items a lot. This does have two item slots. Um, Even the jumping is, like, kind of weird because that's an item you have to use to do it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's kind of the... It's it's a good Zelda game. If you like the classic 2D Zeldas, this is worth it. If you've never played Link's Awakening and you liked maybe uh, A Link Between Worlds, this is worth checking out. Um, But I do thoroughly think A Link Between Worlds (laughs) is drastically better. Like because it's the greatest hits. A link between worlds is just man. It's it's got all those bosses you love. It's got <laughs> all the all the dumb stuff you love from Zelda <laughs> all if, in one place. Or if you liked three D dot heroes from the PlayStation Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I played uh, Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about Untitled Goose Game. Why is it untitled? It apparently has a title in Japan. Oh really? Um, which is like mischievous goose or something i i can't huh. really remember it's it's got an actual title in japan weird um which is funny because untitled goose game is actually a title in yeah a way, but <laughs> even though the creator apparently says it's not titled anyway this is made by house house games um i don't know if it's a debut for them but it feels like it is in any case 
Um, it, it's pretty good. I like the uh, when you're like when you're running towards like doing something bad, the music kind of ramps up to it. Yeah. And then the like the more people involved, the music gets like more chaotic. That sounds awesome. Which is it's really good sound design. I I like the uh, basically low poly art of all of this, uh, which like the humans are very faceless. Which is ima- I imagine how a goose sees people that were like faceless beings. <laughs> so like the music and sound is like um, banjo kazooie on like crack. Yeah, it, it's a lot <laughs> like banjo kazooie, but if banjo kazooie was more more in tune with how like your events that you're doing yeah. your, your motions because Banjo Kazooie was the, literally just like if you went from area to area or if you just happened to go underwater it would switch up like this sounds like it's like everything you do it just adds more and more as as you get like just it's it's like the whole song is playing all at once but they just take stuff out when you're not doing something yeah and then it if you're like sneaking and you're walking very slowly and nothing's is happening like there's there's no music oh really and then like it like I said it'll like as, as you're about to do stuff it like ramps up to doing it and then like as i'm like pulling an item across the ground it's like playing the music and then like when the guy notices me and he walks up like it ramps that part in (laughs) it's probably the smartest sound design i've ever seen i like that i like stuff like that i am imagining like you like sneaking up to do something bad but then jumping out and then the music just goes (laughs) it kind of does It's really smart, but the uh, the goose doesn't con- it doesn't control like any game you've ever played because the goose kind of controls like a little weirdly. Is it like tank controls? Kinda, but that's because you can like like his his beak's naturally raised, but you can yeah. hold the button to like move his head down and like to grab things on the ground or to sneak around with your head lowered. Huh. Um, and various things you grab will like affect your honk because there's a dedicated honk button. <laughs> Opening your wings is like its own button, which I don't think does anything. I beat the game and never had to use that, um, which I did. I did all of the checklist except one. There's one I didn't do um, just because I couldn't figure it out, which was um, there's a guy that I had to steal both of his slippers to make him walk barefoot. I could steal one of his slippers, but it didn't really give me the choice to like pull the other slipper off. So I didn't know if I had to like make him step in something. I, I had no idea how to get that other slipper. Sounds sounds a little reminiscent of Rocket Raccoon from Guards of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, I'll get that arm. Gonna, that's kind of how <laughs> it's like. What do I need the leg for? Uh, did you see him trying to limp away? <laughs> it's the best shit. There was one for like, oh, like take all these clothes, like the, this bra, these socks, these uh, this bar of soap and like throw them in a pool of water. <laughs> and then uh, boy and then like break this vase break this expensive vase (laughs) (laughs) which i had to like well i had to trick somebody else into breaking it because i didn't have enough strength to break it on my own uh there was a poor little boy that is afraid of you and you have to like scare him into a phone booth you have to like pull at his shoelaces and make him trip and lose his glasses and then you have to make him put on like the wrong pair of glasses it's got a lot of really dumb stuff because like the Goose has a checklist for some reason. I the Hitman Goose. It's basically what it is, but it's funny because one of the other podcasts I listened to was like, "Oh, they like explain like why the goose has its motive," and I was like, "Not really." Like I beat this, and I'm like, "Not what was the purpose of any of that?" Like I mean, I kind of get it a bit, but I'm just like, it. It still is weird. What you after you beat it, you do get an additional checklist, like a lot more task, 
and I haven't done any of those yet, but I, I did finish this before I came over. I played essentially half of it yesterday and half of it today. It is a really short game. It's like four hours, but currently it's 15 bucks. I believe it's still on sale, and I played that on Switch, and it's it's pretty good. For 15 bucks, it was pretty good. Um, I, I think especially if you have like little kids, they would enjoy seeing this being basically the agent of chaos is what you are. That's exactly what you are. The goose is the agent of chaos. Um, and you just need to drag as many items away, steal as many things from these pe- poor people as possible. <laughs> um, it's great. Um, and then I just played and beat, uh, right here, right in this here, uh, studio. Uh, <laughs> I, I beat the game Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, also a very short game. This is, it sounded really cool. It's Annapurna Interactive, um, which they weren't the developer but they were the publisher but they seem to publish highly cinematic games um because they're obviously a uh movie company i think they're a movie company first and they're dipping into video games second but it's basically like you're playing a music video in some ways it is a bit like audio surf um but with more interactive visuals like i was on a motorcycle most of the time and like scooping up these hearts um Basically, this uh, person got their heart broken and like the whole world is thrown into chaos. And yeah, you need to uh, basically the world becomes weird and you're like a superhero kind of in some way. And you have to beat all these uh, bosses, so to speak. Yeah, you're you're uh, I feel like they were your former lovers. <laughs> uh, that's just my take. I only played through it once, though. It, and it, it's about like an it, it's an album size. So it's about an hour, hour and a half. I did die quite a bit, but I it dumps you into scenarios where it was like, I don't know what you have to do because the what you're doing is kind of shifting constantly. Like for the most part, it is a like like audio surf. But then there are sometimes where it's like, oh, press buttons like, yeah, or it went first person all of a sudden. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> um, or sometimes you're targeting stuff like it. It's kind of weird. Uh, the visuals of that are really, really good. Like it's really colorful, really fast. Uh, and the music's good. Obviously, I know you you guys heard some of the music. I know you said yeah, it sounded that the music's awesome. pretty good. Um, it's strange because it's been marketed as like a pop album. I kind of would dispute that, but I've also seen it didn't people, sound like pop. People, no. people were also claiming it's EDM, and I'm like, it's not that yeah, either. Yeah. It's it is kind of just. I think it's new age poppy in a like synth wavy kind of sense. It yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. It's not. But it is not. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't class it as EDM or uh, pop music. Synthy. Yeah, it's Synth. just. See, it sucks because it's not. I. I. At first, I was like, no. What I've heard is kind of sounds almost like uh, uh, wave music, but it's it's not even that either. It's, yeah, it's not really. It didn't sound it, like super synth wavy, but it was kind of like, like lo-fi was, beats a bit. Yeah, it's probably more close. It seemed a little closer to lo-fi then, but it wasn't like it was like lo-fi but synth and not lo-fi hip hop. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it depends on how you view games. Uh, that. This was twelve dollars uh, or thirteen dollars. It was either like twelve ninety nine or twelve like eighty something, but uh, it was like twelve bucks. Uh, not bad, you know. Uh, it does score you on each level, and I know some people are sticklers for that and are like, "Oh, I didn't get a gold. I, I was getting like silver on most of these." Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it. I'm not a stickler for score, so I just like played through. I feel. I feel that's more for people who are replaying a lot. But I know some people are like need to be perfect on their first go. Uh, strive for perfection. <laughs> uh, I don't do that. So I don't know. I did die a lot, and that like reset. It resets you a tiny bit in the section yeah like there are 
very clearly like small sections you'll have to do and like it checkpoints you after each one of those yeah but sometimes it was like oh you start and then like oh you smacked into a wall on your <laughs> motorbike and it just killed you and it is like very like one hit kills you quote unquote but it's not yeah. punishing oh okay uh which throwback to untitled goose game untitled goose game is very unpunishing too you, you <laughs> cannot fail in that game you, you can't die there's no fail state it's because geese are assholes well, I think in that uh, very realistic that the people just chase the goose off. like, And I'm like, that's what you would do in real life with a goose. You'd just be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then the goose would come back. And then it was just a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. But anyway, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, very good game. Uh, I, I, It's not the most impressive game I've played this year by any stretch. None of these games have been really. Uh, n- nothing's blown me away, really. Uh, uh, but if I were to say, if if you were looking at Cyanoir Wild Hearts and Untitled Goose Game and you couldn't decide between the two, I would say go with Untitled Goose Game because, like, A, it's a bit longer, but yeah. B, being a honorary goose is great. <laughs> uh, it sounds great. I got to get this. Well, I hope they put it on Game Pass or something. Like, yeah, maybe I should wait. Maybe I should wait for Game Pass because it probably it seems like something that would come on Game Pass or Games with Gold or whatever. Yeah, I think it's ripe for that. But the, yeah. both those games were pretty pretty solid, and they're short and easy to beat if you're looking for just a quick burner game. Um, like like I said, I know some people are sticklers about pricing games because they might be like odd. Like you, it's only two hours, but I was like, yeah. I, I don't, I'm also like, that's like movie length. So yeah. I don't know that this is a good, like Sayonara Wild Hearts is basically like listening to an album and it's about album priced and you get an album's worth of content. It's kind of an interactive music video. Yeah. It's basically what, um, uh, whoever on giant bomb that played it said, said like the same thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's like an album. Yeah. And it's pretty good. Uh, the music's really good. So Queen, La- Queen get- Latifah was the narrator. Huh. That struck me as odd in the credits. I was like, oh, huh. Do you get a digital download of the soundtrack if you buy this? No, but God, you should. It sounds you really like, should. It sounds like a, something that would be good. Be like, hey, you also can download you know, this maybe on, on whatever. On Steam, probably. But, yeah, maybe. But yeah. definitely not on the Switch. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, maybe there's a mode that just lets you play the soundtrack and not uh yeah. have I guess there probably would be the question of like who do we partner with? Do we do we give it away on Apple? Do we give it away on Google? Like it's it's probably a Oh, speaking of Apple, this is on Apple Arcade. Oh, is it? Yeah, this is one of the the games on there. Okay, so we'll never see it on Android. Probably. Because that's the... But it's on a lot of other devices. I mean, it's on... That's what I've seen is with... They they see Android as the enemy and not other platforms like like a Nintendo or an Xbox or... Yeah, because I was looking at um, Dodo Peak and they were saying that there's... They they can't put it on Android because of their agreement with Apple Music or Apple... um, What's it called uh apple arcade yeah apple arcade yeah so because of their agreement with apple arcade they can't put it on android but they can put it on other platforms yeah that's that's just weird basically Uh, like we can't put it on android but we can put it like everywhere else it doesn't seem weird to me it seems like par for the course for like something like apple yeah it's It's just more exclusivity shit i don't like it kind of annoying it sucks for those of us with android because those get that game on Switch. Get that game on Switch, 100%. Yeah. Those of us with Android suffer because our games suck. They're all microtransaction-riddled bullshit. <laughs> and Apple Arcade comes out, and 
It's like, hey, look, you pay this price and you can get all these like these games that are actual fucking video games. Uh, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Apple Arcade seems like it has a lot of good stuff. I think they partnered with all the right people. Oh, yeah. And they have what sounds like a bunch of killer apps on there right now that are like not on anything else. So it's great for people that already have Apple products. But I mean, I just don't. Is it reason to go buy an Apple product? Probably not. Especially like the the it's kind of a steep cost to even like the cheapest thing would be to get an Apple TV when it is available on Apple TV. That would be the like the the cheapest option in order to. I mean, do I know that. I know a lot of kids. I I think Apple Arcade's like the perfect thing for kids or people who are in college. Yeah. Because I mean, hell, if you have a kid with a Apple product like an i i like a tablet or yeah. a, which is like a lot of kids have iPhones and tablets, uh, but yeah, five bucks a month and they can play like all these like quote unquote dumb games on there. Like they, they can play short phone games basically. Yeah. Um, but even though I've heard like a lot of those are better than phone games and some of them aren't even technically phone games like ocean horn two is on there. Yeah. Um, but moral of the story is five bucks a month and you get that. And that's like averages out to be 60 bucks a year. That's yeah. not bad. That's, that's, that's the cost of one regular game a year. Yeah. Uh, and they would get a lot of pretty quality games and, you're not there. They won't be paying for microtransactions. Yeah, it was or, like they won't be hassling you for microtransaction money, and they can most of the games on there. Well, ad, almost, no I think ads, all the games don't have microtransactions or, or ads. So. Any of that shit that you get on. Like, I feel like it's almost a weird thing to me, given the history of like Apple and games in the past were like they were never really like a, a, any sort of viable option for video games. Like they would claim. And then they would put like a half-baked effort towards video games. But now it feels like they just kind of came in, partnered with the right people, like you said, and just kind of set some guidelines that really work. Like they sat there and they looked what was failing on Android and what people hated about games on Android and even iOS. Because, I mean, the same exact games were on iOS. And they're like, what can we do to improve this for people and get some good actual games on our platform that people want to pay money for rather than wasting all the time on these microtransactions that might go away because of like increasing pressure against stuff like that. Yeah. I mean like what I've, I think I've talked about this before, but just to reiterate uh, when I was a kid, I like didn't really get an allowance and the allowance I would have got, I foregoed to play like MMOs like a uh, final fantasy 11 or world of Warcraft when I switched over to that. Uh, but in that case with like a kid, perfect. Just be like, Hey, you, you want to like give up like some of your allowance to pay for Apple arcade. And then you just get Apple arcade. If your kid's a gamer or something plays phone games, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I, I said, 60 bucks a year is not, it's not steep by any means. I, which makes me wonder if they'll roll out a like annual program where you could just front load like a year for cheaper maybe 50 bucks or something maybe i don't i don't know if that's the i don't know if that's apple's mo but it's really not (laughs) yeah i I don't know that but then again games aren't apple's mo so and but yet here we are yeah this is all weird stuff but seems i mean i'm happy for him i mean i as an android person but um i like seeing actual games on mobile platforms because i feel like gaming on phones and mobile devices has really gone like down the shitter because I mean, think about what games when, when in the early days of the iPhone and even Android, like the games that we had back then, like they felt more pure than what we have now. Yeah. I I just, I just hope this is monetizing for the devs correctly. That's all I really hope. 
Well, look at. But I mean, it must be because if, or maybe just Apple paid them a lot of money up front because, like, if somebody like Clay or like, because Clay has a game on there, yeah. But it's like, yeah, the some of these companies that are like big name devs, like indie devs that are putting games on there. So I'm like, I hope they're getting paid. But then I wonder, I almost wonder if like would so they're not necessarily allowed to put their game on Android. But what if it's not technically the same game? What if it is the same game but with a slightly (laughs) different name and it has microtransactions added in and then it's on Android. Oh, geez. Or just on other platforms in general. Sounds like a good way to get your game removed from from Apple Arcade. (laughs) Well, I don't know, because what if it's like, uh, I I, I don't know a game from there, but what if it's like... Uh, What if it's uh, Pigeon Peak? Yeah. On Android. What if you do... uh, What if it was Pigeon Peak Deluxe? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I mean, mean, what if you just add one of those handles or like call it... Super Dodo Peak. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, is it is it suddenly a different game, or is there are there stipulations that that doesn't count as a new game, I, even if maybe once again you maybe change the code a little bit? I feel like I Apple has enough lawyers and enough legalese <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to prevent to something, sue you to oblivion. Yeah, to prevent something like that from happening, whether it's actually in writing or whether it's them making you sign the contract. While Overwatch, it's just threats. Yeah, well, while Overwatch by an army of lawyers just looking at you, all that that sweat dripping down your brow as you like you fear that you may be sued for even signing the 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 contract wrong. <laughs> I don't know. They could they there could be some 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 uh, private police force going on there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> some underground shit. Uh, but anyway, have you played anything else this week? No, that, all right. that was already a lot. So, all right, cool. Well, we're going to go for a break and we'll come back with community engagement. No, what come back with, what are you looking forward oh, to? Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we look forward to, but first a break, be, we'll, we'll be back. Are you single? Are you divorced? Co-parenting? Married to a ghost pirate? Are you in an open relationship with a sword swallower and a jouster at the Ren Fair? Do you love dating because you never thought you'd be single again? Do you find yourself mindlessly swiping on dating apps only to stumble into people you already know or already slept with? Well, sit back and relax and grab a cup of coffee and share a laugh or two with us. This is Why I'm Single. Please look for Why I'm Single wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, don't be a douchebag. All right, welcome back to the LGA cast. We're going to roll right into, hey, what are you, what are you looking forward to over there? What are you looking forward to? You Anything out there this week, this month, this well, year? Well, I'm going to, despite the fact that it is coming to PC, the game uh, What the Golf is coming to PC. Um, but I, I heard I, that's good. I, I'm, I'm buying a different golf game. I'm buying Golf Story because it's cheap and on Switch. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what the Golf is supposedly good. Um, there's it's on also, the Apple Arcade. There's a game I may check out on PC called Warsaw. Um, Interesting. It looks kind of like uh, Darkest Dungeon in a way. Hmm. And then there's a game called Neo Cab, which has come to PC and Switch on October 3rd. So I may check out some of those. Maybe maybe none of those. Maybe some of those. Who, who knows? I am busy with a lot of other stuff, as you can tell. But but those those pique my interest a bit in the gaming space. Uh, maybe some of those uh, games you previously announced that are coming to Game Pass like Red String Club or some yeah. of those. There's some good stuff. You're going to get Grid? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nice. 
TV wise, I'm still working through Disenchantment, the new season of that. I just started that. Yeah. I, I have like a love hate relationship with that show where I like I can't tell if I like it or not. It's like Stockholm Kinda, Syndrome. Kinda sometimes. There's bits that I don't like. But every time I watch it, I'm just like, it's not Futurama. It's not Futurama. It's not. But but bite my shiny shiny metal axe. There there are <laughs> there are occasional good bits in there, and there are but happen good to be related episodes. to Futurama. <laughs> but, but there are like some bits that just like. Okay, that's like funny, I guess. See, I'm on the opposite end. Like, I love Disenchantment because it's its own thing. Like, I like how <laughs> it actually has kind of a mysterious plot line that's moving forward, and then it just happens to have like really stupid comedy along with it. I do like the stuff, the plot line, the stuff. overarching narrative. But there, that's that's always something that they've always been good at. I love because they did it with The Simpsons. They did it with Futurama. So obviously, they're going to do it here. Lucy's my favorite character. Not Lucy's enough Lucy. My best. Not um, enough yeah. Lucy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Elfo. That's. Uh, like, I don't like Elfo p- as much as I like Bean. I, I like her. I like Lucy and Elfo. Like their interaction together and their yeah. like their little bromance in the episode we watched recently was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I like that interaction between those two versus like I mean I don't hate Bean by any means, but I just feel the uh, I don't know I don't like her. With any of the characters, though. Huh. I don't like her interactions with most other characters. I like all the side characters better. I like her and Lucy. I like um, the king and the pig. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, and I love the interaction. Una. I love Una. <laughs> I love how she's just chilling out under the water. And then she just, just became a pirate queen. It's the best. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, what I've been doing. What I'm looking forward to. You think she's going to go find uh, pieces of eight? <laughs> Maybe they might make a like a, a spoof of that. I, I almost hope so. They always like I know like they like to reference pop culture stuff in some way. So I like the voice they give Elfo's dad. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just like, yeah, that reminds me of when I went sailing. <laughs> Back when I was 40. It's like a weird, like old Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery is old. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, it's got a little Sean Connery in there of just like, hey, Elfo, (laughs) (laughs) we'll spend your college fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a good show. I like it. I watched, uh, I like binged the crap out of like the the late, not, yeah, the last last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it got put on Netflix. Which was actually like... If that was the entirety of the show was just them being like going around the galaxy, I would watch it. Agent Shield going around the galaxy. Yeah, That's what just, I used to do. Just traveling around the galaxy now. I, I and I thought this was the last season though. I guess the the last season is next season, so I still got a whole season to look forward to next year. So well, you're all geared up. I'm all geared up. I like I watched I started watching it and I like I didn't stop until like I was done. I was just like I need to watch all of this. Right now, I need to get my terrible TV dramas. Oh, oh, I started watching uh, Another Life. You watched that one yet? No, I on don't Netflix. think so. It's on Netflix. What is that? It's the one where they're uh, like this weird like alien thing lands on Earth and they find out it's from, um, I think, Candice Majoris. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't do sci-fi. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and so... They go on this mission to find where it came from and what they want and try to establish contact with these aliens. And it's really cool. And you get to see Katie Sackhoff be a a space bitch again. So it's pretty cool. (laughs) 
Katie Sackhoff is um, in Battlestar Galactica. I'll speak. Did, you, they're rebooting Battlestar Galactica. What? Yep. Well, I heard that. Wait, I thought I heard something like this. And it wasn't just going to be like another like mini thing. I don't know. I just heard it's going to whatever it is. It's going to be done by the director of uh, Mr. Robot. Weird. And I like Mr. Robot. So I don't know. He that person's a good director. At the Mr. Robot. Least. Is that the one where the old man gets the helper ro- robot? Is no. that that one? OK, what's that one? then? Hmm. Mr. Robot is like. Uh, uh, hacktivist, uh, yeah. hacktivism. Uh, mm. Aiden would like it. Yeah, like you said, hacktivist, and I immediately thought of Aiden. I mean, the main character really reminds me of Aiden. Like I was like, that's that's Aiden. I love <laughs> it when I spot a rare Aiden out in the wild, where like a character making like rem- <laughs> reminds me of him, and I'm like, uh. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good it's a good show. I highly recommend it. It's really enthralling. If you like any sort of like space drama. This will be right up your alley. The visuals are good. It's actually a good space drama, I'm going to say, because usually I can't stand. I always she call hates, them man dramas, but this one's him. pretty good. She for hated Battlestar Galactica, and that's one of the greatest shows ever made. I can't. I just didn't like, and I hate Lost, too. It's all just. See, I'm just forever a grown man watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I'm a sucker for space dramas. It's just a thing I got to watch. I know I've, I'm I'm not a great space drama watcher because I still haven't seen like all the the I mean the classics Star Trek TNG any of that stuff. I mean okay, here's what I think makes it different is that the bitchy characters actually die pretty quickly, and that's what makes it like they're bitchy, but it's not like you know seasons upon seasons of them bitching like fucking Walking Dead. They they're bitchy for like a couple of episodes, and then they're like quiet, and then they die, and you're like, huh. I guess I kind of like that character, but you're dead now. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's any. Uh, I don't think there's any better um, character in any any of them any of them that I've seen yet than uh, Captain Adama. <laughs> He's the best. I like Enoch, <laughs> and I like the AI from Another Life. I really dig. Oh him. yeah, He's adorable. Uh, the a- the ship's AI in Another <clears throat> the ship's AI in Another Life is pretty good. He's just like they're like. Always like an AI. They're they're trying. They're not. They're like trying to order the AI to do something, but he's just like, no, no. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I will. <laughs> like he has like this weird like he has like a moral some sort of moral compass, but he's like not sure how he has it. He's like, I wasn't programmed for this. <laughs> this isn't in my programming. But no, <laughs> but I like sometimes when he breaks the rules, he's kind of surprised about it. Like, oh wow, that was like really free thinking for a moment there. Like Sorry I, about I that. Scared myself a little. <laughs> <laughs> Give myself a little in Kenny Valley. <laughs> but like the AI is like he just it's like a it's like a projector. He's not like a physical thing. He's like actually like the ship's computer, but he just projects a human vision. Um so he has like a a human persona, uh, but he can just manifest anywhere in the ship. I love that he has mm. like a little small little girl crush on the captain. <laughs> Is it kind of like the Red Queen from Resident Evil? The, the movie Resident Evil, not the game Resident Evil? No. It's been a I haven't seen that. So I don't it's remember. more like, no, because there's, there's other ones that have done it out there where, like, they'll just say, they'll call out the AI's name and the AI just, like, pops up right there. Well, I mean, 2001 Space Odyssey, but... The, it's like E.D. from, from no, Mass because, Effect, but, like, like instead but of... But it's not a bubble. Yeah. 
Yeah, and instead of instead of being like a bubble that pops up, it's like a physical thing that you see that walks around on the floor. Oh, Cortana. No. Ah, just like Cortana. <laughs> see, even Cortana still has to like be in a construct of some sort. Like she can't just freely walk if around. If you put Cortana in the ship, Cortana could appear anywhere in the ship. <laughs> no, because I don't. Maybe in the later games they did. They might have done that, but I was just remember like Cortana just always appearing on a console. Well, yeah, yeah, but she, she was, was the on ship, the Xbox. Though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> She was on the con- she was. Oh God damn God. it, Marcus! Fuck you. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I headbutted the microphone. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, so that brings us to I don't know. Was it? Would you wait? Has everyone gone through the stuff that they're they're looking forward to? You frost. We skip frost. <laughs> so this is why I don't like participating because well, you forget me. Uh, yes, there are things that I'm looking forward to. Cartoons! None of them are games. Sorry. I am the movie person in this family. I'm looking forward to this month comes out Joker, uh, Adam's Family, and Maleficent. And somebody somebody probably cares about it, but the Zombieland 2 comes out this month, too. I'm not. I don't and think- the Zombieland game! And the Zombieland game! And I don't like either of those, so I shan't be partaking, but I know that other people do care. Um, I really am looking forward to Maleficent. That's going to be so good. See, Zombieland, they did go to the uh, school of uh, sequel naming because it is Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah. <laughs> they went, yeah, they, they went. graduated from they, the Dan Harmon yeah. School of Sequels. Yeah, Dan Harmon's, <laughs> the, the Dan Harmon School of Sequel um, Naming Conventions. It's, they got, they had... They make a sequel and they do it in context of the movie that works well. It's very smart. Double tap. That's I was like, wow, well, that's, that could that's even, smart naming. That could even work if they do a third. They could still they could say triple tap like this is revolutionary. These zombies have to be <laughs> if, killed with if three. If they shots. make that joke in two. Yeah. If they make the triple tap joke. Yeah, like these zombies have to be killed with she- three shots. Doesn't make sense that we named it double tap now, does it? No, but <laughs> Zombieland was better than it ever deserved to be. There's gonna be there's it's gonna like, there's get I I almost bet there's gonna be a joke in there that's gonna be they're gonna double tap and then the zombie's gonna get back up. I'm like, well, I guess guess we're gonna need another tap. Again? <laughs> <laughs> guess we need more than a double tap these now. Right at the end of the movie. That's the post-credit scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll double tap a zombie and then the zombie just gets back up. <laughs> Someone give it a Twinkie! <laughs> So anything else you're looking forward to over there? You just like like started staring oh, off into the, the distance. Well, I was staring off into the distance because I clearly said I didn't like Zombieland and I wasn't looking forward but to Joker, it. But I did say. But you and talked then you about were like, Adam's- oh man, the ga- the one thing you're not looking forward to. Let's talk about Zombieland. Well, I mean, well, we can talk who about the Joker. <laughs> or the, who said uh, I'm looking forward to Zombieland? I've never even seen like I've seen the first one like once, and I don't remember any of it. I'll watch it if they actually put Mark Zuckerberg in it. <laughs> Well, he gets double tapped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's not going to happen. Uh, also, I'm looking forward to finishing American Horror Story. The new season just dropped yesterday on Netflix, and that's not the well, new season the that's new, airing. The new old season. But the the yearly tradition of us being a year behind on <laughs> American Horror Story because we don't have cable, but they put out the, the last year's season like around the same time the new season starts on Netflix. So. I'll mix it. 
It, I, so I've far. personally heard that last season wasn't good. Apocalypse. I heard it was. I heard it was really good. I've I heard it's. They were marketing it as like the uh, end game of American Horror Story, <laughs> and uh, well, I, mean, I heard it's bad. It, so far, the first ep, the first. I think I watched the first two episodes. Have not impressed me. Like I heard, it does not get better. Ooh. From somebody who was like looking for, like really Oof. looking forward to it and hoping, like, man, this is gonna like close up like some of that timeline and storyline stuff. <laughs> and then they were like, nope, <laughs> that was not how I wanted it. Oof, I don't know. I'm liking it. I there's too many plot holes. Like I don't like it I've, when there's gaping prolapse potholes <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> dangling in front of my face when I'm trying to watch a TV show. Well, I can't wait till you're done because I've heard how it ends and the person was like, that was the stupidest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. So I don't know if it can be any stupider than some of the endings I've seen come out of Supernatural, but we'll, I guess we'll see. I, the last season the description was really I heard was terrible. Yeah. The, the um, Well, like so far it started out. Okay. So all of the nuclear missiles launched and it's the end of the world. Nuclear winter comes. And that's like the first episode. And there's like these government agent people who had been collecting certain people who had uh perfect Not government. It's a cooperative. Well, and it's government like officials who've been paid a lot of money to do investigative work and find the ultimate people who had like the, the, the best genetics. And so they went and collected all these people. So people who had the best genetics and or the people who had the most money got to be saved during this and they got to go under uh, underground bunkers and stuff and be saved. That's a pretty cool premise, right? Would you not think that would be pretty cool? And then you can do like all of this I, like hierarchy underneath underground. And I mean, I how hate they survive post apocalyptic stuff. And sure, okay. I, we'll pretend do. you don't hate post apocalyptic. I hate post apocalyptic stuff. stuff, and I hate like nuclear fallout stuff. I find that stuff real boring and dull. But that's just does that mean you don't like Hunger Games? Not really. No. Really. Huh. Okay, well, I see, I like Hunger Games, and it was kind of giving me like a Hunger Games feel, feel with like how uh, they're kind of setting up that there would be a hierarchy system. But then I discovered that nobody was actually prepared for the nuclear winter. They had food enough for 18 months, and all this money went into this facility that wasn't anything. It didn't have like water resources. It didn't have animal resources. It didn't have like gardens or anything. It was just like a mansion under the ground, and they only had enough yeah. food for 18 months. And I was like, what? I know Excuse that me? season's got like... It's like Samurai Jack. It's got time travel. <laughs> what? Because they go back to the first season. I don't. I mean, I guess I'm going to fucking. I mean, you'll find out. But I because I, I don't I didn't even understand it. But I'm like that when they showed the trailers for it, they showed uh. that they do. They had to close up stuff that happened from the yeah. first season. So and Why I did they have to close up as like as, as far they, as they, I was concerned, each season closes. Yeah, it doesn't need no, to be readdressed. Is, well, they, th there was overarching narrative stuff within American Horror Story that involved stuff from the first season with <clears> the <throat> Antichrist being born. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's true. I I, um, I totally forgot about <laughs> that. So yeah, they, they, this was supposed to be. That's how this was supposed how to be. It, like this loops back around. And, how does the Antichrist pop back up in like other time travel? Oh no, it's. I uh, just you'll watch it and you'll find out. I just heard it's stupid. So I really liked Colt. Colt was like the best season I've seen so far. Like all the other seasons, I thought were like. I only um, watched the first two seasons, like, and then I was like, "That one know, was I'm, so I'm fucked done. up. It was the best." Like every other season I've watched is just like, "Eh, it's okay." I mean, like I'll watch it, like, 
But this one, like, Colt had me hooked. I was just like, Colt, I had to watch this. Colt was so All this fucking shit go funny. Down. I just love it. Like, basically, Colt could be explained. President Trump gets elected, so a bunch of les- liberal lesbians lose their shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and, and they go nuts. And it's, it's fucking hilarious, because, like, wow, you blew that way out of proportion. And watching it from the perspective of a woman of 2019, looking back into when this happened, what was it? Like, did he get elected in 2017 or is it 16? 2016? Yeah. Looking back at it when he first got elected, it was like everybody thought it was going to be like the end of the world and the end of their rights and the end of gay marriage and shit. And it's like, well, I mean, I mean the like, world is already I mean, ended. So nothing's we're, really we're already there. It's it's over. I, I, I hate to break the news to you, but the world is we're all dead. Oh, I didn't know we were in Sixth Sense. <laughs> hey, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that 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 was re- it's it's funny looking back on it now, but at the same time, like I wish I would have watched it earlier because just some of the stuff is just like. Does anybody else call Bruce Willis B. Willie, or is that just me? That's just you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, B. Willie was great in that movie, and Sora, he was good in that movie too. <laughs> I really like how they go like they kind of make fun of uh, boomers a lot in cult, but not doomers. Which <laughs> no, is us. Yeah, they 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 make fun of boomers because uh they they talked about like there's that one point where he's he's saying all these st- the, the guy was saying all these statistics and they're like where'd you get your statistics from he was just like Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and then like there's another part too where they're like oh they're gonna believe it because it's on it's going on Facebook <laughs> that's bad it's it's like that's so true people just blindly believe. Stuff on Facebook is like we've. Re- I read it in the Onion. Yeah, because it's funny because <laughs> we even mentioned it. Like what? I got last, it from the hard not, drive. Not last, like where not, I get all my gaming news. <laughs> not last week or maybe the week before or something when we even brought it up on the podcast or maybe we talked about before the podcast or something where we mentioned specifically. I think you brought it up. Where like how our our parents are the ones telling us to be careful what you read on the internet. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. And now like they're on the internet, believing everything they see on the internet. <laughs> they say they can make my dick bigger. <laughs> oh, click, 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 God click. damn it, dad. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Where are all these emails? How did I get all these? <laughs> I don't know how those got there. Uh, I must've got hacked. I got hacked. Um, I'm <laughs> going to have to get a new computer. <laughs> My mom's monitor was going out and she was like, I'm being hacked. (laughs) (laughs) Just had a screen flicker. Well, it's it's just if uh, you never knew anything about computers other than watching TV, that's what you might think, because whenever you get hacked, that's what happens to your your computer. Your screen just goes wacko. I've been hacked. (laughs) Look at at this. Look, they're they're still doing it. It's still going. No, mom. No, I'll just. Unplug, uh, but don't you see they're doing it right now? They just you, look at look at the screen; it's flickering. You got just a loose wire. That's there's <laughs> just the power cable's a little loose. Well, then if you they're gonna get in if you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what it was. She was like, "Is this because of you, Marcus? <laughs> you were messing around on this computer. Now I got hacked." When I first gave her Netflix, she was like, "I clicked on something. Does that mean you paid for it?" <laughs> no, um, no, but yes. Oh. <laughs> like, uh. No, you're not buying those, Mom. <laughs> but I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. It's called streaming. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This the same uh this ain't a hotel room rental service. The internet uh went out the other day and uh she like full on had a panic panic attack. 
Um, Everything's dead. <laughs> she doesn't quite understand that Netflix and stuff like that's through the internet. Uh, what? She okay. she don't know how okay. anything works. Okay, okay, that's fair. Boomers. Try not. To. <laughs> well, it's because she's like I'm watching it on TV, but I'm like. But it's through it, the, it's, but it's piped on, through the internet. But it's on the TV. Yeah, yeah, it is on the TV. <laughs> oh, just boy. it's the same conundrum of like that's a computer and it's like that's a monitor. That's different yeah, from the computer. Yeah, the CPU is down here. <laughs> this is your computer. <laughs> yeah, and like they grew up with like the the whole shebang in one box. <laughs> <laughs> This is really complicated. Which is funny because we are kind of going back in that direction with computers where it's just like, yep, this is your computer. It's all in one thing here. Just the screen and your computer right here. But I blame uh, cell phones. I hardly use I hardly do anything on a computer anymore. I never it's thought freaking cell phones. Everybody like, you use it for everything. Yeah. Like I'm like, if I can't do something on a cell phone, I don't do it. It's just laziness, <laughs> um, which is kind of funny because I think of that with Hollywood. Because well, I lazy. saw somebody was like, that's just how Hollywood works. If you know one celebrity, you just get famous. And I'm like, it's laziness. Yeah. It's just like, oh, your brother can sing. Get him in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all it is. It's just like. It's, I wouldn't even say like. For they, me, they just don't want to like interview people and go through the process. Yeah, They're just like. Finding new fresh oh, talent. Just nepotism. It yeah. Works. It's just like, oh, you know somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, for me, like, I wouldn't say like the cell phone thing is like a laziness thing. It's more of like I have my phone on me more than I have a computer on me. It's in some ways a convenience. Like, well, and, yeah. and I'm putting that that's a caveat because well, it's a convenience because I have my phone on me when I'm like nowhere near my home. There and I can are like certain stuff. things that are much more difficult on a phone, but people are insistent on doing it <laughs> on a phone. And it's like, well, like, despite the fact I've been very impressed by people doing art stuff on phones that I'm like, you probably should have like a be at a PC and at a tablet and something with a little bit more horsepower that can actually process the stuff a little better and give you better tool tips. Hey, what if we like simple stuff? Huh? <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I, I, th- like I said, there's plenty of great artists that have produced plenty of great stuff on a phone. Not knocking that at all. But just saying. Yeah, I. Um, it's a nice thing to s- sketch ideas out on and stuff. Um, but I mean, even like other stuff, like I couldn't imagine doing music on a phone. Like, I don't know people will do like, like, like at iPhones, you have GarageBand, you can just do stuff on a phone with that. And I'm just like, fuck that. Like, you, I mean, that's I think there's FL Studio and Android, the- too. And it's just like. A lot of that's for people within the Apple ecosystem, and so they're they'll be like, "Oh, it's on my phone," and then it's like in my oh, tablet, can, yeah, and then on my, to PC my computer. Yeah, like, but like I know, like people do like I think there's FL Studio on like Android or something, or some form of it, and like people doing that on Android. I'm just like, you're insane. I can't. I could not like. I mean, I feel like I need. Like I do music on this laptop right here, and I feel like I need like four screens sometimes. I mean, I like all my type, like all my document stuff, like typing, anything I do in sheets, it's all on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. And that's another reason why I always get the note series, because if I do like a spreadsheet, if I need to use a spreadsheet for any reason, I got to I got a stylus. If you're using complex spreadsheet commands, you need a PC. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like typing stuff like parentheses like, oh, and special characters. That sucks when you're on a phone. You definitely need a, a a PC for that. But like it's nice. Like I did like um back when I was working for Coca-Cola, I was having to do mileage tracking and I had a my I made up my own like spreadsheet for mileage tracking on Google Sheets. 
and I could just just input my my starting and ending miles every day, and then it would add it up every other week, and then so that I could submit it to the payroll or whatever. Um, and that made it super nice. And I was, but be like I, ten times easier than the clipboards people used to carry around. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I was able to do that. Kept it nice and neat. Um, but yeah, it's just like anymore. Like it's like if I can't do it on a phone, then it's like it doesn't get done as often. Like so. It sucks because I do like, I mean, especially like a lot of stuff with promoting this podcast. Like I'm on Twitter all the time because I'm doing all the Twitter stuff. But then it's like I can't really do any of the visual content unless uh, or at least video wise, like the um, waveform stuff that I do, those videos for the clips. Like I have to do that in Adobe After Effects because I don't like like Headliner is a good service. I like what they do. And that's like just one of those automated ones where you submit your clip. And now they have a service where like they can pull your podcast from the feed and you can just like select a clip from just pulling your podcast from the feed. So you don't even have to upload the podcast to their service and they'll make a, they'll generate a free waveform for you and have like a watermark or whatever. You can upgrade your service to not get watermarks, but it's like I really like the way ours looks with what I do with it. So like not not to sound like narcissistic or anything. It's like I put Pedantic. a lot, like I put Fuck. it up. <laughs> I put a lot of work into making ours look really nice and I haven't seen any others look like that, that uses any of those services. Um, it, it just has a certain look to it. So I just like to keep it that way. But that also means that like now I have to make sure I come home and sit down at the computer and like dedicate the time to put the clip into Adobe After Effects, let it render. Then I got to upload it to all the crap. Um, if I want to put it on Instagram, I have to, share it to my phone because if I want to use Instagram, it's got to be on my phone. So I got to upload it to Google drive, then download it to my phone and then upload it to Instagram. <laughs> this is not, so not to drag out the segment, but I find it ridiculous that we call like a, this a phone still. It's really, it's, yeah, it's not. It's like, it's a yeah, computer it, with the phone capability. Yeah. Cause I'm just like phone, at least in our original starting time was like, they should call oh, it's just pad. for calling. <laughs> it, it, well, it was like, a phone was just for calling, and now I'm like, that's like the least thing that a cell phone does. Is like, like nobody calls on that fucking. Thing. <laughs> like, like yeah. pe- I'm like, people use it for texting, the internet, podcasts, like e- everything other than calling people. Basically, yeah. it's it just to the point where it's like, if you call me, I'm gonna be very upset. Yeah, like if you call me, fuck you because you interrupted whatever I was doing on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's weird. I I just find that weird i hate it when people it's like because now i mean that word is like kids kids think phones like oh that's where you go for like sometimes playing games yeah internet browsing watching videos or whatever it might be they they think that's what it's for i'm gonna pitch an idea it's like well yes but no (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna pitch an idea what if we call them communicators well i mean i agree (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but also that's the least of its function I don't know. I I, feel I like, guess it's still used for communicating like because media, te- that, that would embrace texting and all. Yeah, that, like but. texting and social media. I think that's the majority of what people do on them. So I think communicator. I call works. it a podcaster. <laughs> I call it a podcasty. <laughs> that's that's what this, this is see, just for listening. See to this podcasts. one. This one's the communicator. The other one over there. That one's the podcast. <laughs> Uh, and then this one over here, this one is the music box. <laughs> uh, it's confusing. But anyway, we'll, we need to get to the news. We do. Well, not even the news, but we have to do the community engagement. Community engagement, the top three headlines, then the rest of the news. Marcus is getting tired of being here. 
It is bedtime. Sentence full free. All right. So our question of the week was, what are the most important elements of an open world game and what are the worst? The cooking. <laughs> the cooking. So we I have, like stupid things like that. So we have <laughs> an answer from Discount Podcast at Discount Podcast. Uh, important humor and ability to create worst incessant fetch quests. Oh, the worst is the fest- fetch quests. Yeah, yeah, oh. they're everywhere. And the yeah, best like was- we discussed that I think last week or maybe the week before. Like it's, it depends on how you. The best is being a up. shit-headed goose, <laughs> and the worst is uh, not being a shit-headed. Goose. <laughs> uh, let's see, Ocho Duro Parlay Hour um, at at Od Parlay Hour says. Best different areas added to the store added to story or best different areas adding to the story. Worst uncreative copying of previous levels. And I was just like, oof, RIP Dragon Age 2 Dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> that game was an abomination. Only true fans like it. <sighs> She's like only true fans of Stargate, like Stargate Atlantis. Got him. Gatekeeping much. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it was a jab at Frost over there because she says she doesn't like Stargate Atlantis. Therefore, that makes me not a true Stargate fan, but nope. I just didn't think so. I like the original <laughs> content. Keep going. I like the original movie. <laughs> that just makes you a hipster. I know. Um, Gaming Casual Podcast at Gaming Casual Pod. Having a world that is both fun to traverse and doesn't feel empty, by which I mean the world is interesting. Some games use open worlds to pad gameplay, and that's just boring. <coughs> and I agree with that. And I said that there's there shouldn't be there shouldn't be any shame in putting out a tight linear campaign with a thoughtfully constructed story and levels. Like sometimes it feels like the open world stuff just gets in the way of the story. You're just spending too much time traveling. Um, like in Red Dead Two. <laughs> Imaginary Ramblings at Podcast IR. Says best thing is good environmental storytelling. The worst thing is boring environments. Yeah, I mean those two go hand in hand. Yeah, uh, Geek Freaks Podcast at Geek Freaks Pod says best exploring a new world and feeling immersed. Worst getting lost when they give little direction. So they would hate Link's Awakening because <laughs> that is with the, the stick. I mean, most of that game is just. I mean, Zelda at large, and especially the 2D Zeldas, are about being lost. Yeah. Like, and being, like, just wandering around. And, I mean, even Breath of the Wild is that, but there's just more to do in Breath of the Wild because it's like, oh, weird, I, like, put a bomb here and, like, a Korok popped out. Or, like, that wall looks breakable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What were they thinking at WWTT Podcast says, the worst is when they have really confusing directions and you keep having to go to the map. The best are the distractions and mini missions on, on the way to your destination. See, they would also hate Link's Awakening. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, three hours later, at three hours underscore later, says customization. So I'm assuming that's just like any anything like your character to weapons or your house, I guess. And like a Skyrim where you can decorate your house, maybe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those games have a lot of customization in general. Or you can just go straight up Minecraft style and just be like, everything is customizable. The crafting. The crafting. Um, And then lastly, Ellen Weatherford at Elk's Needle. Best freedom, worst choice paralysis. Ah. And I Which said, also go hand in hand. <laughs> and I, I replied, choice per- paralysis sounds like what happens to me when I get to the part of the night 
where I'm scrolling through my Netflix feed or what games I can play and end up doing nothing and just tweeting for the rest of the night. Yeah, I mean, that's also like, I think that's going to be a conundrum with something like Game Pass. Yeah, it's like, which of these games should I play? Here's so many games, and I mean, I have that issue already. With the games that you bought. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I've been a bit better about it in the more recent years, like in the last uh, three years, because what I've I've done more in the last three years has been like, I only focus on games that came out in the most recent years. That doesn't necessarily mean I don't go back and play games, because obviously I played through like uh, Borderlands and I played through like Gears, but usually it's kind of a spur of the moment thing for older games where I just try to stick to most new stuff to prevent my backlog from becoming bigger than it already is. (laughs) All right. So now we'll get to the top news here. Um, So we mentioned this earlier already. Mario Kart Tour finally arrives on Android and it's easily the worst game in the series. Well, (laughs) who saw that coming? You see that coming? (laughs) No. Marred by microtransactions and a season pass. It is like a cheap season pass kind of. Well, isn't it like a subscription? Isn't it like $5 a month? Uh, I think so. Is it $5 for the season or I thought it was $5 a month. Let me see this. Rest of but I don't want to like report fake news here. Fake news. I was just going to do that. <laughs> fake news. Yep. Yeah, $4.99 a month. Four nine, that's a lot. Yeah. With Called that. the gold pass. And it like it locks the fastest mode of the game behind that. I don't want to like pimp them out, but like you could get Apple Arcade for that much, basically. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, you could have like a ton of fucking games, or you could pay for this one Nintendo game that's probably not that great. First and foremost, if you're hoping for a quality Mario Kart game on mobile, this is not it. On the surface, things appear to be fine. So if you're judging the game by the trailer above, everything seems to be in order. But once you actually install the game, you'll quickly see why I've labeled this release as the worst Mario Kart title in the history of the series. This person hates Mario Kart Tour. Well, yeah, you know there's something wrong when you hear uh, I'm not checking it out. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's when it's a Nintendo property that you're not. Yeah. Like, when I'm not interested in it, it's like, okay, maybe this is not worth checking out. Well, yeah, so one thing to note is that the stamina system that made an appearance during the beta in May is now gone, replaced with an optional monthly subscription called Gold Pass. This will run you four ninety nine a month, and you receive a few extra items, as such as or such as new racers, new carts, and of course the two hundred CC mode. Yep, um, that is bad. It's terrible. I don't like this at all. Um, speaking of currency, Mario Kart Tour contains two different kinds. I mean, as is typical with mobile games. There are coins and then there are rubies. Rubies can be purchased outright with real money. And the in-app purchases for these rubies range all the way up to $6.99 per, or $69.99 per item. The coins, on the other hand, offer much more nefarious means to earn them through the shop. Instead of being able to purchase them outright, you have to race to collect them in a mode called Coin Rush, which means you aren't even guaranteed any particular amount of coins despite having to pay your hard-earned rubies for a chance to race in this mode. So you pay rubies to race in the mode to earn coins. So that sounds terrible. I still say uh, vote with your wallet. Don't don't even download this. Yeah, don't. If I, this sounds abhorrent to you, don't even download it because then it's going to give them the clicks. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, oh we, we got, got a million bajillion downloads. Yeah, and they're going to be like... Thumbs up. Yeah. As long I just hope they don't make money off this because then it's sending the wrong message to Nintendo and it's gonna they're gonna keep making crap like this. Yeah. Shin vote with your wallet. Um yeah, so it's the one thing that capitalism's good for. 
as much as I hate capitalism. <laughs> it's just like, if you don't like it, don't buy it. In the, I know in the case of late stage capitalism, it's like impossible to avoid uh, giving money to like a Walmart or Amazon or Microsoft in some way or Google or Facebook. <laughs> it's like impossible. Yeah. Um. So now we have everything PlayStation announced in today's state of play, which wasn't today, but that's what the article says. So I was just reading the title. Um, Sony's Nintendo Direct. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Basically, it's it, so, they like stole their whole format. Basically, yeah. So, Last of Us Part Two will be released February twenty first, twenty twenty. Yeah, that was what they closed with. Yeah. Um, demo of an upcoming upcoming remake of the PlayStation One game Medieval. Medieval. It's, oh, I've always called it Medieval because it is technically spelled Medieval. Yeah, but, it, but they, they just did capitalized say, the E. They did say Medieval. Huh. Um, which I I've heard other people call it that, but I just call it Medieval. But so that comes out medieval. next month. Uh, yeah, it comes out in October. But there is that demo that is up. Uh, I'm excited for it. But I played this as a kid. Uh, so yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people being like, why are they remaking this? And, <laughs> and like, yeah, I will say there probably were better games to play, like better games they could have chose. But uh, Sir Daniel has always been like kind of iconic within the PlayStation spectrum. Like, I mean, he was even in PlayStation like All Stars. Yeah. So I don't know. I've always had an affinity for Sir Daniel, but I understand if nobody liked that game or the sequel. So um, a limited edition Death Stranding PS4 Pro bundle. This looks cool. Coming on November 8th with a cool dripping handprint design. Yeah, and it's got the uh inside the hands is the is uh the world map. Oh really? And uh the the baby controller that it comes with that's got the little baby the yeah, I saw that. the BB in it, the bridge baby. Um Watam, the next game from Katamari Damacy's creator, will be released in December. And this game looks confusing. I mean, you can play as a toilet with a poo on it. <laughs> I I'm I mean because Katamari Damacy I'm like I'm buying this no matter what the music's yeah. already like I've it's heard music. the music from the trailer and it's just like I'm already sold I don't care what this is I'm buying it but um Arise a simple story charming cartoon action adventure game is coming soon to PlayStation 4 I think that's the one where you look like you play Santa Claus <laughs> LA Noir the VR case files is available now for PSVR yeah, it was already on PC, but now it is on PlayStation. Um, Civilization Six is coming to PlayStation 4 November 22nd. With all the DLC that's out, at least. Um, I don't know. Oh, we already mentioned the PlayStation Plus lineup. Civ. Um, let's see. Oh, there's a PSVR sizzle reel that showed clips of upcoming games. Aspire 1, Stardust Odyssey, After the Fall, and Space Channel 5, kind of funky news flash. I think that was it. Did I miss anything in there? No, I don't think so. I mean, we talked a bit about the highlights in there. I mean, The Last of Us was the biggest thing in there. And uh, I mean, Last of Us looks real good. Though uh, it did when it the trailer opened, it, it, it looks a lot like Red Dead. Yeah. And I hope they didn't. I think Red Dead inspired them to make some choices in the game. Um, which may be why it got delayed as much as it did, but I don't know. It it looks very Red Dead inspired, and I hope that doesn't mean I hate this game. Cause oh, you, you did you mention Call of Duty? No, I didn't. Yeah, there's a Modern Warfare trailer in there. Oh, yeah, um, should they didn't say that in the article for some reason. Yeah, there was a Modern Warfare trailer. Uh, which it was for the story outrage. mode. 
It was for the story mode, but it looked good. I, which is like, I wouldn't be caught dead saying that about Call of Duty, but I was like, you know what? That trailer for that story looks good. You know, I've heard the recent couple games had very good uh The last campaigns. one didn't have a campaign. Well, I mean, the ones that had campaigns <laughs> had good ones. But I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And Last of Us... I, I didn't ever play Last of Us, the, the first one, Um, even though I've heard good things, obviously. See, I, just, I, I, I never seemed, did Uncharted either. It seemed but, boring to me for some reason. I mean, it's it's the road. It just is <laughs> yeah. the road. They they were very transparent about uh ripping stuff straight out of the road. Uh, but, I feel like every post-apocalyptic thing is the road anymore. Yeah, they, they just, they straight up were like, yeah, we took a lot from the road. Mad Max uh, Fury but, Road is the road with Nitro. Yeah. <laughs> But in any case, I I don't. This looked a lot better than the first one, but that's because this kind of looked like that. A little bit of Red Dead, a little bit of like Zelda, or a little bit of God of War in a way of like it looks like a modular open world with a horse. So I'm like, I'm down for that. <laughs> All right. So and they they announced very expensive collector's editions for that. <laughs> a uh, of course. There was the Ellie edition, which was selling out basically anywhere it got posted. Oh, wow. um, and it was uh, 230 bucks. Came with a backpack and an Ellie statue and some other pack-ins. And then there was a lesser, a slightly lesser edition, which came with the Ellie statue, but not the backpack. You think the backpack's going to be better than what? I <laughs> honestly, I have bought one of Naughty Dog's collector's editions and the build quality is actually really good. They do it right. They're better than a lot of the other ones. That uh, doesn't but, surprise me. But I don't know. I can't speak to the backpack quality because <laughs> the other one I got was just a figure and it was a pretty damn good figure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I, and it looked like my friend has the last of us, the first last of us, like collector's edition. And that figure is also really good. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, the build qualities are pretty good uh, for that stuff. I don't know if they'll go with a real premium backpack, but I would think they're going to do this justice. I would hope since it is kind of their, I, I almost feel like Sony's producing this whole game at a loss, to be honest. Well, quote, I'll put in quotes at a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I think they're over. I think right now they're probably over budget from what the first Last of Us made. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And people were making a big deal about this game being two disc, um, but it's not the first two disc PlayStation game. Red Dead was two disc as well. Red Dead 2. Yep. Big installs. All right. Next, we have the everything announced today during Xbox to inside Xbox. What they just right after state of play there, Microsoft was like, all right, we're going to do our thing now. They had um, some interesting stuff in there. So we already mentioned the stuff coming to Game Pass. And then we have the Game Pass app itself will be updated with improvements to the interface. More indie games will be coming to Game Pass. Um, Felix the Reaper, a comedy puzzle game about death will be available October 17th. And it will also be available on Game Pass. Uh, Project X Cloud, um, their whole like their version of streaming, like the Stadia. Um, they're saying you can apply if you're in the U.S., the U.K., or Korea. You can apply for the beta, I believe. Yeah, which I saw a lot of people were kind of mad because they were like, "What about Canada?" <laughs> but in any case, I don't. Canada's I still don't know who's one. like super hype. About, like, I would I would be hype about this for like playing on a PC or playing on like. You know, a, a more formal thing, but a lot of people were like, I want to play on my phone. And I, yeah. I just me personally, I'd like, I would never want to play on a phone because the screen's too small. I, I and feel like, like you, it, in order to do something like this too, you need to have that 5G speed. Well, and I mean, most people also have like weird controller attachments for their phone, but I'm yeah. like, I, I've always been of the mind of like, who's, who's really doing that? Cause nobody I know who plays like a substantial amount of games does that. 
like even if they game on their phone, they're playing like Apple Arcade type stuff. They're playing like phone games. I've seen a guy that plays like PUBG but, competitively on his phone. Hey, more power to him. And like, he has, I, I also I think, even uh, asked him like I I asked him like like. Cause he, he talks about like all the, like he'll do videos of like the peripherals he has. And it's like, basically like they have like clips that you clip to the edge of your phone that act as buttons that will press in certain spots on the screen. So when you like you, when you tap it, it's like pressing the screen. See, part of me is like, you got to buy all these peripherals, yeah. but at and the I same asked, time, it's still, you're paying less than you would for a console or something. But yeah. And I was like, I wouldn't it just work better to put this in a kickstand and just use like a PlayStation controller or something. And like, he straight up was like, no. It's easy. It's better with the the clippies. Hey, I don't know. I trust. Them. <laughs> I just. I, I do think that's something for a younger age, like not specifically somebody like me. Uh, but obviously, as I mentioned earlier, that I think uh, the uh, younger people they prefer gaming on their phone. They like phones have become a more intimate space for people. Yeah. Where I'm like, nah, play it on your TV, <laughs> just like I used to. Yeah. Um. So the in this test or in the preview, the games available will be Halo Five Guardians. Gears 5, Sea of Thieves, and Killer Instinct. You'll need a wireless Xbox One controller and an Android phone to try it. Very brave of them to put a fighting game on there, but yeah. we will see. That's like <laughs> that's the ultimate test. Yeah, I was like, if Killer Instinct runs well on there, then we'll know it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atlas, the pirate MMO that released into early access on Steam last year will be arriving on Xbox One on October 8th. And no point in making Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves jokes because they already did. <laughs> they were like, we know we got <coughs> another pirate game. We know. But now we have this. We have two pirate games. We're, we're known as the pirate console now. <laughs> um, new Xbox One X and Xbox One S hardware bundles will include Forza 4 and it's and Lego Speed Champions expansion. Uh, let's see. Other trailers and footage shown during the live streaming included children of morta that game looks awesome by the way it is a indie game but yeah. it looks like diablo meets pixel art <laughs> so it's out on pc now and october 15th on consoles which i hope it comes to game pass there was no word on that Hopefully. during the thing but uh code vein on september 27th do you want to dump the code vein news sure during TwitchCon, there was like a blood drive if you donated blood you would get a yeah. cop copy of code vein <laughs> that's good yeah. And I just, I'm like, what weird marketing. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? I know it's like part of that game is you buy stuff with blood because you're like, what's weirder? Vampires that or and stuff, but that, that, or I, I love Colonel Sanders. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I think the blood thing is pretty weird. Just being like, donate blood. But, but the, uh, I mean, the Bandai Namco doing a blood drive and giving, yeah. giving copies of game for blood, I think that's good. Yeah. Like, you know, the blood, they're getting blood. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the Outer Worlds, October 25th, uh, After Party, October 29th. So both those games, uh, Outer Worlds looks like what I wanted Borderlands to evolve into. Yeah. Because it does have like corporate warfare, like all these companies own everything, like super ultra late stage capitalism. And that's, and it looks like it has ridiculous guns and everything. So yeah. it, it's what I wanted Borderlands to evolve into after the first game, but never quite got there. So I'm actually really excited for that game. And that game's coming to Game Pass day one. Yeah, that's going to so be awesome. I don't that's have to buy be cool. it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it sounds like it's basically the Fallout. Like, it's going to be yeah. a Fallout game. Well, it's, so. it's, made a, it's made by Obsidian, who made the. Who, Fallout New Vegas. The, yeah. Uh, the re regarded as the best Fallout modern Fallout game. Also, like the 
this these are the same people that made the original Fallout One and Two. Yeah, and they have yeah those a lot of people who worked on those like yeah. on board. So, so you know the humor is going to be there because I heard that like humor the humor in Fallout One and Two was like the best. It, I mean this from people. From people that I've heard who have played tested it, they've said nothing but good things. So I'm really looking forward to it. But high hopes, it looks good. And then uh, after, after party, party is about it's by the Oxenfree team. Um, yeah, and your and Oxenfree was really good. Your two like college kids that got drunk at a party and then they died and then they get sent to hell and now you have to basically out party Satan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or out drink Satan. Yeah. So he sends you on these weird quests to go to these places and you have to out drink all these other people in hell. Sounds this great. game looks really great. Like, holy crap, I'm excited for it. Uh, Tropico 6, September 27th, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, beta is this weekend. Full game is out on October 4th. Hitman 2's Haven Island expansion uh, came out well, the day of this. Uh, the, they, they did this um, inside Xbox. And then new DLC for Ace Combat 7 on September 25th, which was like yesterday as of this recording. So um, this was earlier in the week. Um, and the new map for DayZ called Livonia coming soon. That's all I see there that they included in this article. Um, what we got next? So I think those are pretty much the biggest ones. But I have one here that we can just mention real quick that is kind of big because... Recently, Xbox updated their um, operating system and they removed Cortana. I don't know if you did you notice that at all? Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah, so they completely gutted Cortana out, even though it's like a thing that was it worked fine. And now we find out why um, they just integrated Google Assistant. That's sad. Into the interface. That's like giving up. <laughs> they gave up. Cortana's dead. I heard they were pulling her to make Halo. <laughs> she needs to make Halo. Well, you see, she was. They had her play a hundred hour, uh, hundred thousand hours of Halo games, and she's <laughs> writing the new script yeah. for Halo Infinite. Well, unfortunately, she went aberrant, so they had to get rid of her. <laughs> um, yeah, she was ruining all the Xboxes. Uh, so yeah, you can control your Xbox with Google Assistant now. I think it. I don't know if it's like in beta or if it's completely out. Hold on. Is this because Google did quantum computing and solved a prob- a math problem that no com- regular computer could solve? Well, it said within 10,000 years. It's now time for Google Assistant. So apparently you could already control it with ec- the your, um, Amazon Echo. But uh, yeah, public beta of Xbox Action for Google Assistant. The program will allow Xboxers... Ex- Xboxers... The program will allow Xbox users to control consoles via voice commands by invoking Google Google Assistant on their favorite Android or iOS devices or home speakers. So you still have to have a phone or Google Assistant to activate activate it. So I call them Xboxers. The Xboxers. Those Xbox. They're like spacers. Yeah, they're <laughs> Xboxers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I still call them X Bros. X Bros. Um, So, yeah, that's it for those top headlines, and we'll take a quick break and be back with the rest of the news. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast available anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. We are two shows on one channel. Late every Monday night, we release the flagship Three Fat Nerds podcast where we discuss all things pop culture and nerdum. We talk about movies, shows, games, comics, and more. Then late every Thursday night, we release 3FNW, our pro wrestling podcast, where we give our thoughts and takes on the wrestling business. 
So listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And most importantly, enjoy our musings. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. Later, nerds. All right, we're back with the rest of the news. Power through this. It's probably going to be really short, but that's okay. Um, so Area 51, that happened, the storming. They, like, on, like, Friday or, like, Thursday night, like, 75 people, quote-unquote, stormed the gates out of the 2 million that said they were going. They died? Nope, but two people were arrested, one of them for peeing on the fence. And one of them for being Naruto in public. <laughs> Yeah, that that video did go viral um, where there's like a newscast reporting on the people that were gathering down for alien stock is what they were calling it. Um, and someone just Naruto ran behind the uh, reporter Which as they were specifically why I refer to this whole thing as Naruto. The lost episodes. <laughs> Guys, we got to go to Area 51. <laughs> there's aliens in there and we got to free them. Unfortunately, they failed on their quest. So that's why they didn't air yep. those episodes. Yep. Um, and then uh, I think then the Friday night, like more people on Friday night, more people uh, tried to storm and it was like maybe a hundred or something. So yeah, just nothing came of any of that. They were just sent away. They're just like, Hey, you kids go home. And they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Can't stop all of us, but you can't stop a hundred of us. If you had one celebrity do it, all of them would have run. Keanu Reeves. If you had Keanu Reeves Naruto running as Baba Yaga through there, <laughs> running and gunning. He would have had to say, you're all breathtaking. <laughs> you're breathtaking. As he karate chops them in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this was a weird one. Thought I had to chop this foo. as he just... Slap, he does the uh Dragon Ball Z, hits him in the back of the neck, <laughs> knocks him unconscious. So, that this was impossible burgers aren't healthy, and that's the whole point. Yep, they're just as bad as regular burgers, and that's like that's what they were going for. It's just yeah, not just, made with beef, they just wanted something that was as delicious as a burger, not made with beef. And you know, haven't tried it, they did it pretty good. I still need to try it. I, I personally, out of the two Whoppers, I prefer the uh, synthetic one over the base one. Really? But the fake one costs more. Huh. Now, if they, which I know they're, they're got to be close to, but if they make the cost the same. Those or, uh, Impossible or Burgers are starting to spread their way to grocery stores now. So. And uh, you probably don't have this in your news, but uh, Beyond Meat has partnered with McDonald's. That's not surprising. To make. Uh, so like, now making, we have Beyond uh, Meat and now Impossible Meat. They're. So it's going to be Burger King versus McDonald's. Yeah, and they're, yep, they're making a, a it's like a BLT, but it's huh. like with without beef. So it's <laughs> not a BLT. I think it's an LLT. Huh. Um, speaking of foods things, uh, so I, I actually did go and get those Cheez-It pizza things. How was that? It was not bad. It was your best day ever. <laughs> it was okay. I, a lot of people like liked it. To me... Like, the outside shell of it, like, it legit tasted like a Cheez-It. Did you season it with sadness? I mean... I hear you have to. Everything is seasoned with sadness. In my, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it tasted like a Cheez-It, like the outside shell, but it, like, wasn't crispy. It was soft, which is, like, so, like, it was, like, biting into a soft Cheez-It that, like, maybe got a little bit soggy, which, like, the texture of it, so it wasn't great. I had a toasted cheddar chalupa, and it kind of was a bit, like, flat. It was It was good. That was the other one I wanted to try. It's pretty good, but it, yeah, it was like kind of the shell taste a little. 
<laughs> little like off. it's it, well, it kind of made the shell like limp somehow. Yeah. yeah. So like this was like it was like soft, like the texture was soft and you get to the cheese and the cheese like wasn't like as melty as you would expect it to be. Like it just like you would bite it and it would just stay in there as is. And so like it's like this is OK. Probably not wouldn't order again. It was like, it was good for a one time novelty. Be like, look, I got four gigantic Cheez-Its stuffed with mozzarella cheese. And I ate, ate two of them, and that's, yep, there we go. <laughs> that's my review of the Cheez-It pizza, which isn't even pizza. But it's got pizza in the name. It's got pizza in the name, but they it's not pizza. They shouldn't have called it that. They, they should have just called it stuffed Cheez-Its. Giant Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, yeah, but they big. Um, hey, Nintendo was founded 130 years ago. They're 130 years old. Yeah, they started about, out making playing cards. Yep. Nintendo playing cards. An old-ass company. They've been around forever. <clears throat> Um, Epic paid the makers of Control a $10.5 million advance for exclusivity. Which is ridiculous. You see, yeah. this is why companies are going exclusive. That, yeah. like, bankrolls the whole dev, yeah. basically. Yeah, like, hey, we'll pay for, like, the entire, like, like the all your costs for making this game if you're exclusive with us. But, okay. That's crazy. And then on top of that, crazy. then they're still going to make the money off of people buying it. And that game's apparently really, really good. Yeah. I, I've bought it, but I haven't bit into it yet, but... I'll do that eventually. <laughs> I will we'll look forward to hearing about it here on the podcast. Yeah, and I'll talk about it a lot. Yeah. So make you guys all bored to <laughs> death and die. Uh, this is the harsh title here. Mediocre video game show Bandersnatch wins Emmy. Like, I it's weird because every it's weird that that's a headline because when Bandersnatch came out, everybody it was like, was like revolutionary. About yeah, it. I never did the Bandersnatch despite the fact that I've watched everything else within uh, Black Mirror Black first. Mirror. Like it was good. It was strange and weird. I liked it. It was enjoyable. I've been meaning to just set aside and do it. I, I well, actually, I forgot about it until you just mentioned it. But that's I think like, it takes like kinda, an, maybe an hour and a half half to two hours to get through all of it see i got beyond it and like it left the zeitgeist for a bit <laughs> it's good um that guy from uh rv i think not rv um i get i forget his name from those memes the memes i don't know the guy that's in the uh i think he was a maze runner yeah for making it. out of that maze yes yeah, i guess he did and into bandersnatch which is like another maze Did they ever finished that series i th- think there's another one coming out still i know there was a lot of people injured on set of like the second one was there i don't i have no idea i mean they really trapped these kids in a maze yeah they, they just threw all these kids all these actors in a maze and just filmed it it's like saw but with mazes yeah <laughs> <coughs> Um, let's see. Fortnite is getting a skill based matchmaking and bots for the players who aren't good. Yeah, like or, me. Yeah, I was gonna say the older players who. Yep. We can't keep up. But also, um, they're at it's we're getting to the end of season ten, and they're doing away with the mechs that they introduced for season ten. Well, I guess we'll see what comes in season eleven. Biomex. And biomex, yeah. Um, it's gonna be Attack on Titan. <laughs> uh. U.S. military issues warnings to troops about incel violence at Joker screenings. And I don't blame them for this happening, (laughs) considering, like... How crazy stuff was getting? That, and I mean, like, last time when there was the Batman, like, you know I'm talking about, Colorado. Yeah. I strangely associate that with uh, my grandma passing. Weird. And that's because uh, that happened. Uh, was that Aurora? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I, I was, I, my, I was at my grandma's funeral when oh. that, when that happened. Wow. 
So obviously I have like a very personal memory. And then I was just yeah, like shit. in the hotel room watching the news when that was going down. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, weird. My grandma died. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that's like my only reaction. Like, man, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess uh, at least the U.S. military um, sees that we're approaching critical uh, quantities of or we're approaching crit- critical mass of society. So. I mean, it doesn't help that, uh, it, like, Joker is, like, an quote-unquote incel icon. Like, Oh, yeah, totally. That's... It, nothing sudden... Like, for me personally, nothing sets red flags off, like, anybody who, like, is like, I love the Joker, and I, I'm just like him, and I'm like, instant red flags. Yeah, you ever, you ever, uh, you ever hear, of, hear of this guy called the Santa Cruz Joker? No. Oh, my God. This guy's insane. I got. I got to show you some screenshots. He burns society. Like he, this guy is legitimately out of his mind. He just, just keeps I, like getting banned from like Twitter, and he just comes back, and he's just like, "I'm here to troll all you, all all you on the left and the right." Well, and it sucks for people who are just fans of like either Joker or like the Batman series, or you know, just like that stuff. Because then it just like the the. the you know, just the, these cultural things like puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Yeah, he. Uh, then you become like, I don't want to associate with that because then I'm associating with that. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, the Santa Cruz Joker, runs around in Santa Cruz, um, dressed up as the Joker, like all day. He goes like karaoke and sings karaoke as the Joker. Society made <laughs> me this way. He's very, very, uh, very weird guy. I'm a comedian. Ha ha. <laughs> That's a punchline. I have, to, I have to show you some of his stuff later. Hey, so Switch <laughs> Switch is getting an officially licensed licensed Mario Kart racing wheel. About time for that new Mario Kart. That's oh. So let's see. It says licensed. So who's making it? Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it PDP? Let me see. It didn't say here in the. Short. I think it's PDP. It looks good. I mean, I don't know. I, that motion control has never been my biz, but so naturally, I don't really like the uh, steering wheel stuff. I have. It's giving me horrible flashbacks of the uh, the Wii. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Nintendo Nintendo Life doesn't even say who is making it. In any case, uh, it's probably whatever you said. <laughs> PDP. Uh, Jurassic World 3, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum are going to reprise their roles in, dra- in, their, in, in the next Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movie. So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen the last Question Jurassic mark? World. Like, Maybe I, you should watch that before you get hyped for this. I don't I don't. I still kind of. Maybe st- check I'll still, that out. I'll still see it. I'll still see it, but I'm not going to feel happy about it because maybe you watched the last one. I haven't seen it yet, so. Well, that's why I'm saying go watch it. And and then uh, then not be excited. Well, you'll be more measured. You'll be more (laughs) dialed in. Um, I didn't. Granted, I didn't like super hate the last one, but I was like, you know. I hear there's some blue balling with the Jeff Goldblum character. Yeah. Because they teased him and I guess he like wasn't really. There's also just a lot of really bad writing and like really low hanging fruit type stuff that they go for. Like, hey, the dinosaurs are like smart and like they're just like humans. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some really bad writing stuff in there, though, that. (laughs) was really cringeworthy but you know it's like mm, I, I just the name jurassic park kind of has some panache to it and i feel you're disgracing it a bit or bringing it to that jurassic world 3 era stuff yeah um marvel's I mean, kevin park three but anyway you got my point yeah 
Marvel's Kevin Feige to produce Star Wars movie. I feel like they're spreading this guy a little thin. I feel like he's working on every single movie Disney's producing. Well, hopefully that doesn't burn him out and make him bad. Are they just like, he's our golden boy. Put him to work. That's what it seems like. Uh, Because I see his name on like everything now. Have him at least touch everything. (laughs) Yeah. Needs to bless it. Yeah, he needs to bless it before. He needs to christen it before they send it. He's not really working on whatever they have him working on. He's just coming in and like. Just touching all the stuff. <laughs> he just touches everything before. No one. Hey, wait. You can't use that computer. Kevin has to touch it he, first. Let him touch it. Rubs he, it on his face. He's just, yeah. just like. <laughs> There's like a ritual with every computer he has to do. That's <laughs> It's literally all he does. It's like. Let him rub his ass cheeks is, all over that keyboard. <laughs> this makes us money. You don't understand. He has to do this to everything. He doesn't actually do anything but this. This is his job. <laughs> How do you get that job? (laughs) Uh, You have to have uh, skin cells that uh, produce luck. Darn. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Ninja sings Old Town Road in a giant ice cream costume for the Masked Singer premiere. And nobody knew who he was. <laughs> who? It's he takes like, off the mask. Who the fuck is that? They like, yeah, they like, re- they like revealed it too. And because I heard about it on the radio this morning. Can he actually. sing? I, I don't know. I didn't watch the clip, but the. Wow. His voice is like they, angels. They talked about it on the radio this morning and they're like, they're like, nobody knows who that is. <laughs> it's just. Like, I know because I'm into, like, I, I read everything, but, like, nobody, like, in the, the kids general know. public know who Ninja is. All, all the kids yeah, know. The kid, but that's what they're trying. They're just trying to get the kids that are in the video games into it. Oh, I just imagine, like, I, I don't really, I Do know. Do you think his sphere of influence will be as big as that ice cream costume he's wearing <laughs> for E3? <laughs> Look at me. He's just dressed as a video game. I'm a video game. Come look at me. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna send him to I'm E3. Fortnite. <laughs> they're gonna send him to E3 dressed up as ice cream. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't under I Epic don't understand. will have him dressed as like whatever I, game they're promoting at the time. So like this this mass singer singer thing, like everybody is like dressed in some sort of costume, but it's like in some way related to who they are. I, from what I've determined. Was he like, a ninja? Because they get no, he was ice cream. Ninja was ice cream. That was the clue. That was oh, the hint. Well, I guess. And so, like everybody in this show, from what I've determined, it's listening, ice cube. To, listening <laughs> to the radio this morning, they they gave like a bunch of other hints for like this is this these are upcoming episodes. Like there's this character there, this 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 and this, and it's like it I, sounds like that whoever the costume is somehow relates to who the person is. I don't understand what the fuck is the link. From ice cream to ninja. Someone needs to tell me this. I thought you had to be a uh, singer. Apparently, I thought that you, was, you could just be ninja. You yeah, could just be ninja and do everything. I just thought, that, like, granted, I've never watched the show, but I was like, I thought it was like, oh, they're famous singers, but they're not necessarily singing their song. And then they, you don't know who's singing what, which led me to believe maybe ninja has an angelic voice. I don't know. Can we look it up? Can we look at a clip of this? I want to hear his voice personally. Okay, I don't see. See if I can, if I see it. And I'll be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. The video that the Kotaku had in their article was private. Uh, I wanted to hear his voice. I'll have to look up later because I want to get through the rest of this news here. Um, Official Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament bans Hero and then unbans him. Or was it due to backlash that they unbanned him? Because you said he was OP. It's it's complicated. <laughs> Everything's complicated with Smash. <laughs> he... 
he's OP and not OP simultaneously. And sometimes these things take a while to settle down, but he's a, the hero relies on a lot of random chance. Oh, okay. And like, he does have basically like, so they never actually gave a reason why they banned him. They just did it. Like I said, he's kind of, he has a move that can basically one shot KO you, but it's like a random chance, Yeah, which it's debatably fair or unfair. It's like a lottery in some way, but it is kind of unfair that he has that to begin with. I don't know. I've heard he's broken, but I feel that's the state of everything. Like <laughs> as soon as there's a new character in anything, they're like, it's broken. And then after like a couple weeks, they'll be like, okay, I like now I know ways to counter like this stuff and how that character functions so and smash is very much complicated in that sense because it's it's not like any other fighting game where like new character gets introduced in most fighting games and you're like okay they need to adjust to us where oh, smash okay. is like no we got to adjust to how this new character because they might have uh special moves that function entirely different than any other character yeah okay i just wanted to i wanted to mention this we've already talked about this whole deal but just the the title of this article I thought was really funny. Mario Kart's Mario Kart Tours microtransactions feel gross in a post Apple arcade world. I'm like we're we're three days into. Yeah, I know it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. This would feel gross in a pre Apple arcade world. This would feel gross a year ago to me. Five dollars a month for this shit for uh-uh. a single game. Nuh-uh, not for me. For for the Mario Kart MMO. Five dollars a month. You can double that, and you can get Xbox Game Pass and get like over a hundred games. Like I, I mean, I know value in a lot of cases is like it's a complicated matter, and especially in games. Yeah. But in Mario, this is like you said, Game Pass is like yeah. fifteen, and that's granted three times more. But you're getting a wealth of games versus yeah, just playing just to unlock a few modes in Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, and this what this. We didn't. I don't think. I don't, this, what is going on at Nintendo where they can't figure out how to monetize properly in a mobile game? I don't know. It's like it's, I, I feel like dumb. They're look at what your competition's doing and copy that. As much as I wouldn't like you guys to do that, but it's just yeah. like uh, like Pokemon Go or I, I don't know any of those top tier ones. It's like look at what they're doing and just be like, hey, why don't we do that? But no, you're like. Let's do let's do other weird stuff and or outdated stuff like the stamina type things and then also charge like a ridiculous amount of money for it. They might as well yeah. be uh, Apex Legends and being charging $80 for a skin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, it's dumb. I don't um yeah, and this I think this happened after we recorded last week's, right? Where the the Google Google has their service now. Yeah, we never got to talk about this, but yeah. Google instantly clapped back. Like inst- like the day after the Apple one launched, Google's like, "Now we have our own service." And I think theirs was also 5 bucks a month. Yep. 4.99. And, and it has a bunch of games, like 250 games, I think, and they're saying like games no ads, no microtransactions, I think. Yeah, I think there's I think it was 350 games. It was a lot of games, yes, but a ton it, of games. It, they don't it's not quite It's not like it's a curated. It's like worse than the Apple thing cuz yeah, it's not really curated and like Apple's has games like exclusives and Yeah. On this top seems of like the they just kind of like took some of the stuff people don't like about current games out. I mean, this literally felt like a clapback and not yeah. like something they had planned yeah. because like in Apple's case, they had brokered deals with devs to get exclusives and like like i said they went to like all the right people yeah to prolific indie game devs or like you know just well-known people within the industry that have made phone stuff and brokered deals and google was just like nah what if we just what if we did this make a bunch of stuff in our store like that yeah 
and quickly cobbled it together, um, which is why nobody's really talking about that. And a lot of people are talking about Apple Arcade. Yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, still like people, nobody's talking about the Google one. Everybody's talking about the Apple one because the Apple one has some legit good looking games. I've heard it's at least got like five good games in there. Yeah. Um, like real, real good games. I mean, there were plus there was a lot of like big name games that are launching in there. Uh, I'm a, a bit of a caveat there that uh, like uh, the new Shantae game launched in there, but it's yeah. like part one. So it's oh, not okay. like the, the full game's not out yet. Like the breadth of that game's not out yet. So we, that's all. And that's also coming to consoles. But yeah. It, Obviously, they're not break. They're not breaking it up into chunks when they release it on consoles. And this is the last thing I had on the list, which is a weird, another weird one. Sony is developing a Spider-Man spin-off movie, Madam Web. I don't. What is this? What are you doing, Sony? I mean, they they own Spider-Man. You, That's you, what they're doing. You you fucked us, Sony. No, they didn't fuck us. Disney fucked us too. They're both fucking us. I don't know. You get a different. It's a different Spider-Man. Madam Web is pretty popular comic book wise. So right, I, I'm just I'm just, I'm bitter. I'm bitter about Sony. No, no. that's different. Madam Web is different than Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen's different than Spider Woman. There's there's a hundred bajillion spider I'm, things. See, I'm, I, I'm upset with Disney. I'm upset with. I mean, there's like Venom, Sony. Carnage. There's all that stuff. It's like Spider-Man's got a lot of stuff. And wasn't uh, wasn't there? Like something about um, Apple buying like Sony Pictures or something. Um, I, I thought that was like a, there was a point where that was like that that was like a, something long past. I said, I don't. Yeah, I just not, I remember hearing I, I don't something. Think that's I don't know a modern if, thing. I don't know. If, yeah, if anything ever happened of that, that'd be weird. But yeah, I don't. know. I think that's like a a future we don't live in. I think that was something ta- in it's the talks. Like, <laughs> well, I think that was something that was in the talks like 10 plus years ago before like Sony was bigger for Sony became Sony unchanging the direction like, in three generations. Well, I'm like, Sony's always been pretty big, but they're, I think they're bigger now than they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still upset about Spider-Man. <laughs> Hey, I mean, Sucks. you you feel that way that we still will have into the Spider Verse. We're getting guess uh, it's when I'm we're getting a Spider Gwen spinoff. We're getting a into the Spider Verse two. So be happy, we're getting that. That's that's about all I can be happy about. <laughs> and probably a Carnage movie. Hmm. Someone asked on Twitter. I saw the other day, and it was like it was like you you can choose you can choose one. All the rest like cease to exist. And it was like film franchises. One was Star Wars. One was the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One was Lord of the Rings. I can't remember what the fourth one was, but Star Wars. You'd pick Star Wars. You shoot Star Wars. You marry Marvel, and then no, you, it wasn't that. You could pick one, and no, the others you, all die. No, you you shoot Star Wars. You marry. <laughs> it wasn't and, marry fuck kill, and I, and I marry Marvel, and then I I it was I, you pick one, and everyone I fuck else dies. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> There's a murderer. There's a murderer that's gonna kill three of your favorite film franchises. Okay, then, you can pick one. Well, then I'm I'm picking the one to keep. Yeah. Okay, that's Marvel. <laughs> that's what that's what I was trying to say. You like went off the deep end. Okay. Well, cause I fuck. <laughs> yeah, you did upset me, Alexa. You did upset me. <laughs> um. See, I I agree. Keep, you keep Marvel because that's the most content. Like if it, if all the others like as much as I love Lord of the Rings like you I, fuck Lord of the Rings like I like I love I love Lord of the Rings but realistically there's six movies there's three and, movies and the, and the, and the correction three, there's three there's, movies there's three Lord of the Rings movies there's and, Hobbit and, and movies that Hobbit, don't exist in my opinion and, and three Hobbit <laughs> movies 
But and there's, then that's it. There's three mediocre Hobbit movies. <laughs> Tolkien's dead. There's no more. There's there's nothing else that can be made really. Um. So. Um. <laughs> well, they they they're still doing it. Well, yeah, yeah. They but, made the movie Tolkien. Yeah, but uh, anyway. So, or you choose Star Wars, where you have like the original three good movies. The really shitty prequels and then the uh, middling newer franchise. Um, I shoot Star Wars. I can't remember what the other one was, though. I, can, I don't want to say it was well, that Star Trek. but That one's my side. It was like movies. But uh, I mean, Star Trek has, has movies. I don't think of Star Trek though. Star Trek has pretty good movies, but they're but like not the show. But the reason you go with Marvels because it's like there's constantly like new material being created all the time. There's always there's tons of movies already like okay this is like an extreme side note but so Stephen King was in it to chapter two yeah as a like shop guy yeah um is he doing the whole like is is that what he's gonna do and like make cameos and like he's all gonna become the new yeah he's gonna become the new Stanley the Stephen King the Stephen pops King verse up in all of his movies that's not Red Rum that's uh Doctor Sleep that's Doctor Sleep. Dr. Sleep is... I want to have your microphone on. Dr. Sleep is the follow-up to... Uh, um, God, what's that movie called? Uh, the Shining. Oh, Bo- okay. Both book-wise and that's what the movie's called. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a Stephen King. Yeah. So we'll find out when that movie comes out. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not called Red Rum. I'm just saying it's called I Dr. Sleep. I literally just saw a poster for it that said it was Red Rum. No, it's called Dr. Sleep. Okay, well... I <laughs> am just... I'm just correcting you. That's it. Okay, well, the poster said Red Rum, but you knew what I was talking about, so we're good. Murder. Well, my dad would always Murder. do that. My dad would always just be like, murder, murder. red rum, red rum, with his little finger. Red rum. He would do that, and I didn't even get the reference because I had never seen The Shining. <laughs> and I was like, I don't. And he would Red be like, Rob. it's from The Shining. And I was like, I, yeah, but I don't know that. You never showed. You were like, you can't watch The Shining, but I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to make this I'm gonna joke. I'm going to reference it all the time. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, so you, you, you go with the Marvel franchise because there's the most there's the most movies you can watch. Like if you gotta spend the rest of eternity only watching those movies, at least there's more so that it lasts a little longer before you kind of really get bored. I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of content within Marvel. Yeah, it's the most prolific, I would say. I mean, now if you were to say if you go if you were to go maybe book series, maybe like the Star Wars extended universe is pretty the, huge. The decanonized expanded yeah, universe. Yeah, the expanded universe pre Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was pretty huge. I've heard a lot of good things, but I never. That's why uh, me, I, I'm, uh, I'm humble. So I'm like, I like Star Wars, but I don't love Star Wars because I'm like, and I I say that out of respect for true Star Wars fans because I'm like, I know people who live like yeah. a Star Wars lifestyle that I'm like, everything in their life is Star Wars. I know a person who had a Star Wars wedding. So <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, he's part of the, uh, the, the, what, what are the, what are they called? The, the storm, first the five oh first legion. Yeah. He's a, he's a stormtrooper guy, but well, and other things there are sometimes Mandalorians and other stuff, but yeah, anyway, it's just it's all Star Wars characters are welcome basically. Yeah. And just, I mean, I know another guy who has read like everything expanded universe and I'm like, see, I feel like I'm doing you a disservice by claiming to be like, big on star wars where i'm like i like the movies and even that's like sometimes i like them <laughs> see i i like the memes <laughs> i think it'd be, i hate sand is it'd be what kinda, I, <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool to uh i i like the the, Look, the guys, first order i like pod racing <laughs> i like yeah pod racing was cool uh no now that's pod racing i like sir boba this <laughs> is 
Um, I really like the First Order uniform. I like that style of helmet that they have. I wouldn't mind having one of those suits, but like, I don't have money for that. <laughs> it's <laughs> too expensive. I really want like to have like the TR-8R suit. Like that was like the meme with the 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 guy that just goes traitor and then he just has that fucking weapon that he just spins around that's just like a but it's like a taser baton that he spins around it's connected to his arm or something didn't they recently uh and they off admiral akbar but in an off screen maybe i don't know i think so i hate i hate i I love admiral akbar but i hate (laughs) i hate how they'll be like this beloved character, like despite Dead. the fact that they're a minor character, yeah, we killed them off screen. Dead. And yeah, then, it's. I, I mean, know. that happened in Borderlands. Um. So yeah, nobody get too attached to somebody like Scooter because he's he died in a game that's like he died in Tales of the from the Borderlands. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and spoil that. If you're wondering where he was in three, if you're like, where's Scooter? <laughs> Where's the scoots? Be like, no, nah, he's dead. <laughs> he died in a game that you didn't play. Like, and they don't even mention it. Really? They just uh, like go on like. So you're saying they did a, scooter? They do a worse job at exposition than Kingdom Hearts three. Just at that, <laughs> I don't know. I just because it's like, I just had to take another jab at Kingdom Hearts three because you know I hate that. It's game. just like oh wow, all the catch ride stations are run by Ellie now, and it's just like I mean that makes sense in universe because that's his. Scooter's sister. Yeah. And she's arguably a better mechanic than Scooter, but it is like... She like the giant one. Yeah. But they're like, where's Scooter? <laughs> like, we're never addressed the fact that he died. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, he's technically a minor character. Well, but you should have played Tales from the Borderlands. I mean, I do recommend that to any Borderlands fan, but... And I think most Borderlands fans did play it, but I'm just saying they're <laughs> very real, like, where, where's Scooter? <laughs> like way to not mention it at all that he's dead <clears throat> i shamelessly spoiled that at the end of the cast so if you listen this far congratulations you got sp- congratulations i spoiled you <clears throat> i'm sorry kind of and uh for, for a while tails was delisted <laughs> so uh, it's complicated but i don't know i mean i'm sure if if people like super duper like didn't play the games but care about the lore, they probably watched a lore video where they probably went into the fact that Scooter died. And uh, and I know last week I said that we would have more details of the contest, but I don't have that ready yet. So that will be starting next week because next or the next episode because the next episode will actually be in October. This episode comes out before October even comes into being. So we're going <clears> to <throat> start that on the next episode. And like I said, it'll be like a se- there'll be a secret code in every in the in, in, in the episodes of October. And the, you, you can send us a message with the secret code that gives you an entry into the drawing. And then you can have ba- so you basically you can get up to four chances to get into this drawing because it'll be a different code. So just got to listen to the podcast and then you have a chance to enter to win some stuff which I will reveal soon. But uh, anyway, that's going to... I'm losing my voice. God damn it. So that's going to be it for this week's podcast. Check us out again next week. Uh, Once again, uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Go to our website, LikeGamingArena.com. Join our Discord, chat.LikeGamingArena.com. And of course, check out Alternate Reality Radio. Hashtag ARR Radio. Or AR... Sorry. Hashtag... A-R Radio. So that's A-R-R-A-D-I-O. All right, we'll see you guys next week.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the only podcast recorded on all Blue Yetis. Only Blue Yetis over here at the Lit Gaming Arena podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>